Much madness is the finest sense. To a discerning eye, much sense the starkest madness. Tis the majority in this as all prevail. Ascent and you are sane. Demure. You're straightway dangerous and handled with a chain. Welcome, Dyson Pipes. No, that's not what I want to say. Hold on, we're going to have to redo that. Okay. All right. Oh, now it's recording again. Yes. Welcome to a special edition of Dyson Pipes. A little poetry reading in the beginning. I hope you enjoyed it to all the uh, literary scholars out there that follow the Dyson Pipes podcast. And uh, the literally scholars. They, Well, I guess you can take the poem literally for the literary scholars. You're confusing me. I'm Chris. Along with me is Brian, who's toking on his pipe right now, surprisingly not using a crack lighter. It's out of fluid. You, you ran out of fluid out of your lighter? Dude, what the fuck is going on over there? Can I just paint the picture really quick? Because we are... I, I like to consider ourselves a high-end podcast, right? We, we spend a, a decent amount of money on pipes and tobacco and, and gaming books and computers and equipment mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. alcohol, you know? However, I have to fucking sit across this amazing table. I feel like I'm an easy money at the end with Rodney Dangerfield, where they're sitting across that just 40-foot-long table. And I have to stare at you, light your fucking pipe with a crack lighter. I feel like I'm on the streets of, like, the Bronx back in the 80s. There is one thing that I have to apologize for, and, and this kind of ties into it. I, I think we've made, a, we've made a few different promises during episodes that we were going to take photos of stuff. Uh, that have come up during the recording, and and I think we've kind of failed on some level to put some of those pictures. out I would there. say on most levels, on all levels. I was, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to let myself down gently. One of the pictures, though, that has to make it is a picture of uh, this lighter that Brian uses. Now, I, I'm going to take full responsibility because I'm a real fucking American. I'm going to take full responsibility for my actions. You see, I, I have a four year old iPhone six. And this thing is fucking dying. My camera's been broken for probably two years now. So I haven't been able to really take a picture in two years. It's fucking horrendous. Anytime I want to take a picture, and we talked about this on the episode that we kind of covered the landscaping. What the fuck are you doing? No. Okay, good, good, good. Brian just took a picture on his phone. Um, anyway, the new iPhone 11 is coming out. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it's out tomorrow, which is going to be the day that we drop this episode. And I have one pre-ordered, so I have a basic bitch iPhone 11 that'll be coming in the mail. Hopefully, I'll be uh, getting that by the next time that we record. Another first for the Dyson Pipes podcast is we've we've ran out of episodes. So if this episode sucks, which there's no way this is going to suck, come on, there is no way. What do you think happened? Terrible. Well, we know in, what happened in the real world. We yeah. know what happened. Oh, you got arrested because, because we're living it. Yeah, you got arrested. Do you Shackled. Wanna, you want to tell them the... Well, I did I did preach about, yeah. you know, um, being handled with the chains. chains that bind you, wannabe-boo. 
It's it's not a Dyson Pipes <laughs> podcast unless Brian sings. <laughs> I think we've established this. Um, no, dude, I, I I think it's it's fairly clear. Both of us, so the listeners understand, uh, we um, we're afforded a decent amount of vacations through work, and and we've just been taking a lot of vacations coming out of the summer. Uh, and of course, that causes us to get behind with episodes. So now, well, not only that, but now it's a busy season at work, and we have nary days off. Yes, and look in the import export business, this is the time of year that keeps you the busiest. Yes, yeah. So we're just we're I am, bogged down I with am work. Importing we- hopes and exporting dreams. If you can visualize, it will materialize. And that's why we work so well together, because I import dreams and export hopes. So, you know, there's a, a, a nice back and forth. Well, yes. we end up taking vacations. However, none of these dreams and hopes uh, go to people. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> a heavy vetting process. They stay behind locked doors. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we took a, a cornucopia of vacations, and they weren't like just bullshit vacations. We were just sitting around with our hands in our pants, uh, not doing anything. I went away twice. Yes, um, my son was home from the Marine Corps. Yeah, so we're not gonna we're not gonna record this horse shit. No, when and we're not making excuses. I, I just think this is a this is a pretty cool first because all the episodes that we've put out, we've like pre-recorded a, like a way back. Yes, we had when we started this adventure, we had about two months buffer in the uh, of episodes. Now, if we have to work. Next week, without any days off, <laughs> that's when it's going to be real interesting. We might do double double, uh, special feature trouble. Or you fucks out there aren't getting an episode. I mean, I think there's all, no can't, we will can't never miss an episode. Never miss an episode. You're you're declaring that right now on the show. I uh, you've just declared. I'll say this: as soon as you miss your first episode, that's when you'll declare it. The wheel, <laughs> the wheels start falling off. Uh, so I am making this proclamation right now. So <coughs> September nineteenth. I, I need my proclamation. So mug. you're you're making it on nine nineteen nineteen. Oh, he's pouring a drink into the proclamation mug. Proclamation mug. To kinsmen and not missing episodes. This fucking bourbon or what? what? It's. It's I think it's flavored whiskey. Can, this whiskey is fucking weird and crazy. So let, let's talk about that for a minute because I think that's also. Uh, oh, and hold on, just one more point about the uh, the photo thing. So obviously, like you would just mentioned, we we record or we have recorded two months in advance. So a lot of times we get drunk and maybe we should take notes. You think that might be a good idea? I do take notes. No, apparently not I, good well, enough. I, we don't put photos out. Don't so be a jerk. They're I not take, good enough. I notes. take production notes. What the fuck are you doing over there with your fucking hat? Um, <laughs> I am wearing a hat. What the fuck? Oh, hold on a second. Who's I never wear a hat. You're not. You're, you're allowed to wear a hat. No, it's you just... fucking. You just scolded me. You you talk shit about me when I. What when are you I doing do... over there with your fucking pants? Oh, now I gotta tell. Okay, <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> so we had a very interesting journey today. Um, <laughs> we're on the way back from work. Uh, traffic was traffic. We get back to the lot where we uh, where we drop our cars off when we uh, when we carpool. And as I walk up to my car, I notice I'm like, "Damn, somebody must have washed my driver's side window because it is extremely clear." <laughs> and it turns out that stupid me actually left the window down all night. And luckily, it didn't rain. And surprisingly, nobody uh, nobody entered my car and took anything. Everything was there. 
So that was good. Anyway, so from there, we ended up going over to the liquor store. And wouldn't you believe Brian and I had a little, uh, a, a little tasting at about 10 o'clock in the morning? Thanks to Michael J. Fish. Listen, he arranged it. I think he did an excellent job. He did. They, they actually pre-chilled the bottle before we got there, um, which I thought was very nice of them. Bernie was a good guy. I, uh, before we say what this stuff is... Can you I, see the bottle? I, yes. So. I enjoy this better at room temperature. Really? Cold was delicious. Yeah, cold was very nice. But it is uh So it is a whiskey. 100% it's a whiskey. But it's flavored, so therefore it's, it's not a, lic- a whiskey. <laughs> it becomes a liqueur. Um, so anyway, we had, a, uh, we had a nice little tasting at about 10 in the morning. Um, just a shot. Just to taste it to see if it was something that was going to, uh, I guess, agree with our palate. Yes, because if there's one thing I know, yes. if I'm doing a whiskey tasting, mm-hmm. it will be at 9.30 in the morning. Well, now we've gone to two whiskey tastings together, and they they've both been <laughs> pre noon. Yeah, but one of them was an official whiskey tasting for the entire community. Right. This one was a private one just for us, <laughs> which I enjoyed. I think I enjoyed this one more. Yeah, but there weren't crazy drunk rednecks playing Johnny Cash covers poorly. Wow, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. I just, you know what? I like the pomp and circumstance that's created for just the two of us to go in for yeah. a private tasting. I, yeah. I thought that was that was very cool. But yes, I will never forget about Drunk Man. You did forget about it just now. I will never forget again. Okay. Again. Yes. Moving forward. It's like 9-11. I'll never forget again. Ne- never forget again. Right. Right. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, you, you want to you wanna cover the... Uh, the yeah, I'll the, cover uh, the, the social media. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Reddit, Dyson Pipes. Maybe take some show notes about when we take pictures. I'm sorry. I have to. I'm pouring my. Yeah, drink. yeah, yeah. Pour your, pour your drink. You son of a bitch. Look, don't be jealous. I'm going old school with my drink. Oh, you're breaking out the notebook. Notebook campaign notes slash diary slash journal. And as customary, nobody here. Knows that uh, nobody listening knows this, but every time I open this notebook, I have something I have to do, and that's just show you that. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. No, no, no. That gets me right back on track. Don't even know why that's written, but I have to. But every time I open this, I feel like I show it to you. Y- you do, and it, it it maintains my focus for the show. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the show, as uh, is customary here on Dyson Pipes, um, let's go over what we're uh, smoking and what we're drinking. Yes. What happened? Nothing. I'm waiting. Oh. To, I'm waiting to take show notes. Can I'm I, waiting with I just want to bated breath. So, so Brian is sitting there. He has Glenn staring at him. He has a certain lust in his eye for you. Yeah. Next to Glenn, we've got a beautiful coaster, uh, which we discussed. A coaster uh, of Glenn. I'm gonna put Glenn on the Glenn coaster. He should be on the coaster. That's a good idea. Yeah. He's got his glass uh, of whiskey, his pipe to his uh, left. Do you want to take notes. my phone and use my phone to take the picture of what you're describing? Nope. Nope, okay. this has to be done via word until I get my phone, which is coming in the next <laughs> few days. So starting next week, I'll take pictures. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm done painting the picture. But in front of Brian is the uh, the bottle of alcohol that we went and had a private tasting. Brian, please, please cover the alcohol. Yes. I have to take my pants off while he's doing that. Number one, warning, contains peanuts. Wait, they didn't tell me this. I have a peanut allergy. Good. Now, this is one of those fucking stupid bottles where they put the story 
No, come on. And on the, the inside of the, the label? Yeah, and now I can't read it because I'm not drunk enough to read the wobbly letters. Is there nothing else written on this thing? No, that's it. It just goes over what it is on the front. Okay. Well, somebody makes this. Uh, that somebody is... Who knows? Uh, this is Screwball. Don't judge me until you hear what I have to say. Screwball peanut butter whiskey. Mm-hmm. To the misfits, black sheep, and screwballs. Any relation to screw face? Or two face. Or two face. Screw face. In the screw face. <laughs> you said something about show notes, right? Like what? what? Oh. Um. So I was assured by the woman um, that ran the tasting that, that this is something that hipsters have not yet gotten their hands on because I refuse to do anything that hipsters do. Right? I think that's fair to say. Not that I'm anti-hipster, but actually, as a matter of fact, I think we've thanked hipsters in the past for kind of rekindling the, uh, the relationship. Oh. No, the relationship with, uh, with role-playing games, like bringing it to the forefront, that nerd culture through, I think, this hipster movement has been... I guess more mainstreamed now. So I mean, I guess they are good for something, and not buying pants that I actually fit into. So there's more of a selection for me when I go to the mall. Yes, you know. Um. Yeah, it doesn't say anywhere bottled in Brooklyn, so I would assume it is not mm. a hipster beverage. Um, it is. Yeah, it is in fact a peanut butter whiskey, and God damn it, it tastes like fucking peanut butter. It's actually, it's actually really good. It is. Uh, I absolutely could not drink this every day, all day. This is this is up there with like an American honey. Like this is good for. Mm. I'm going to record this podcast today. Uh, they were saying at the at the tasting to do all kinds of crazy shit, like put jelly on the yeah, rim of the glass and, and graham crackers. And listen, I was trying to be polite. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Uh, I'm here for one fucking thing, and that is peanut butter and chocolate. Peanut butter jelly time. No, you just did not say peanut butter yeah. jelly time. Barry! I want peanut butter jelly time playing immediately. I, uh, I, I've, I've tried the screwball. Um, I enjoy the screwball. However, since this is a retro episode, I'm going to my roots, where it all began for me in, in my whiskey drinking career, and that is Johnny Walker Black. Oh. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, my God, so good. Oh, just give me the chills. Um, as far as pipes go, I, I brought two. I brought only two today. Uh, two pipes, two different tobaccos, both English. I have my, uh, my seven every... My ah, yes. On Dyson Pipes, when you fuck up your words, you find yourself in a roll-to-drink situation. I took one sip. We're playing by D and D or Warhammer. I only have uh, twenty sided. Okay, we'll play by D and D. Anything higher than a ten, you are saved with advantage. From right? Having to drink. Why would you have advantage? Because I'm the fucking man. I'm drinking Johnny Walker Black. No, you don't even have advantage in my life. <laughs> oh, wow, a fifteen, motherfucker. There you go. No drinky for you. Anyway, my Savinelli Trevi. I'm sorry. I'm so. I, I. 
What? I, I could have sworn. What's going on? All right, all right. We hold on. We started out in a bad mood. Our mood was definitely brought up when we had some some peanut butter whiskey. Don't 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 let it bring you back down. Get your crack lighter. Go ahead. Go ahead. So wait, what am I hearing in my ear? The sound of failure. No 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 nope. We're gonna fucking sit here. You can stop it now. Dude, what? What's going on? A- a- can we just move on, please? Yes. So on my Trevi, I have a uh, 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 nightcap, and I I brought back the uh, regimental Savinelli, and that I have some squadron leader. I'm depressed now. Please just talk. I don't want to talk. I have pirate cake. And to my understanding, yeah. You know how I feel right now? How do you feel? I'm I'm starting to feel a bit melancholy. Hmm. And I hope that you can join with me in this mood. I have been accused of being uh, All day today. melancholy today. Okay. Um, but I do have it on good authority mm-hmm. that today, as we record this, right? Today, what's today, the 19th? 9-19-19. Today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Arg. Arg me mates. Do you think pirates have like good former girlfriend stories? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I saw the sea winch. Yo ho ho and a bottle of cum. <laughs> me mates. <laughs> Easy red beard. Do you think mm. the pirates were attracted to the to the singing sounds of the sirens in the sea? Yes. You think any of them actually made it to the sirens and, and maybe dated them and realized that they sang out a key and it drove them fucking crazy? They had to break up with them. They had some like really solid breakup stories. Possibly. It, it's it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I would imagine when they get back to port, get a couple of hookahs. Right? Hookah? No, not hookah. Ho- hookahs. Multiple hookah. Hookah. Yeah. Hookah chaka. Hookah, hookah, hookah chaka. Do you know that I was working with somebody last night who didn't know who Lou Reed was? The singer. It, and, and, and mind you, every single time, so, right, we listen to uh, uh, like a classic rock station, and the fucking artist and the song title comes up on the screen. And it, how many times you sit in the car, you listen to that one particular station? Everybody seems to yeah. listen to it. Yeah, it comes up all the time. And it's a song that is is fairly popular. And he's like, nope, never heard of Lou Reed. I've never heard this song before. What song was it? I don't know. It's the one I was explaining to him how culture has changed, like this PC movement has changed, and now we're extremely sensitive about things. So it's the one where they uh, he refers to the colored girls. Say, do, 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 do. Just throwing it out there. Um, how do people listen to us? You know what I you don't... You think this is the point where people are like, fuck this podcast, I'm moving on to the I next hope so. One. You know what I don't understand is we had a talk with Barry. You really hung up on Barry. And you would think mm-hmm. as soon as you start talking about like Lou Reed, like he wants to be more involved. Yeah. Like we're, we're going to play the music in the... Be- nope. No. No support. Why would he? 
I'm starting. You, you're starting to get me to turn on him, and it's only because I started in a bad mood. I was brought up with the fucking peanut butter whiskey, and now I'm falling back into a bad mood. And I don't want to have to take it on a Barry. I know I hurt him a couple of weeks ago, physically, and I apologize for that. I, right? I, I I thought I thought I offered. <laughs> I thought that. I offered a sincere apology. I didn't mean to hit him in the face. It happens. You know, whatever. I had a fit of rage. It, shit happens. What, what, I'm only human. I'm only a man. Yes. And being that I'm a man, I have I have certain needs. And these needs must be fulfilled. Almost found yourself in a roll to drink situation. I almost, I almost stumbled onto <laughs> a roll to drink situation. Uh, we got to do a toast, right? Yeah, yeah, but I just wanted to touch upon oh, the okay. uh, the overarching topic. Ah. Ah, what brings See? us here today? A nice little transition. So today on the Dyson Pipes Retro podcast episode, we will be talking about relationships. Ah, yes, from our from our past, I, I, and and I'm very excited. We're going to go as far back as grade school, Ooh. and work our way all the way With up the through, through post high school relationships, mm. relationships that take us to our current relationships. Because obviously, both Brian and myself are married, not uh, to each other. It, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not saying there is. If we were, I'm just. There's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just clearing the air. It changes the whole concept of us being import exporters. If we were married to each other, I, I do, I do, inject love to, to people against their yes, will. Yes, you'd you'd be the bottom. <laughs> I, I'm pretty big. I don't know. That's why. I can't. You have a lower center of gravity. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I, I, <laughs> God, I, I just, I can't. Um, so, but before we get to that, I I would really like to propose a toast. Ah. And the toast today here on the Dyson Pipes podcast goes out to guys who are attracted to sexy, voluptuous, curvy, Sensual, mm. female, mm-hmm. cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With all due respect, mm, yes, I can. And see I mean all, all due all, respect, all the respect that's due. Yes, to those that are listening, that ain't worth a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting it on. I'm sorry, Talladega Nights. Oh, I don't remember that. Um. With all due respect, I can maybe, maybe understand how back in the 50s, mm-hmm. when it was very difficult to get your hands on, on pornography, if you're, you know, a kid, you know, you're like a teenager, you're in high school, whatever, and you, you start, to, start to hit your peak with puberty and you, you really want to check out some females, I can understand maybe back in the day when you take a look at the old Stanley comic books and you see the female, the, the artistry. That know. fucking Betty Boop. See? Oof. Some curves on that bitch. <laughs> I, I I could see a young man mm. picking up a comic book and and checking it out and and almost being inspired to create the image of a beautiful woman in his head based on what he sees on the pages of a comic book. We well, gotta think back then, like they weren't allowed to uh, to expose any skin. They wore the wigs, the yeah. gray hair wigs. You take. <laughs> You're taking show notes, right? <laughs> I want to scratch that one. Um, <laughs> yes. Can I see that page again? Yep. I just need a, a quick reminder. 
Ah, uh, yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, they were they were very conservative back in the day. Um, not a lot of skin being shown. So, so I, you know, I can picture because my father was very big into uh, into comic books, and he's got a couple of old uh, of old comic books. And I remember, I remember. I could see. I'm not to cut you off. I can see we're in a mood today. I'm just going to keep the notebook open. Yeah, you probably should. There's <laughs> we're in a we're in a mood. Which which now I I feel really bad considering that we're dropping the episode tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So no, this will be the episode that needs the most editing, and you have one day to do I'm it. I'm warning you now. At some point, I'm just going to give up. Much like at work. <laughs> like two in the morning, I'm done. You're done. Uh, shut eye time. So my point being, back in the day, it, it was an inspiration for them to to use to kind of spark the imagination. Yes. But nowadays, like, do you really need to fall in love with a with a female cartoon character? Because it happens. People try to marry dishwashers. So I mean, it's it's insanity. What about mm-hmm. rather than falling in love? Simple masturbation. Am I okay? See, here's where I, I kind of... I, I fuck myself over because I am more libertarian when it comes to stuff like that. Whatever you do behind closed doors, feel free. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you agree with it. But No, I don't agree with it. So, okay, you're so gonna sh- you're love gonna... is out, masturbation is out. What yeah. about an erection? Dude, first of all, why are you even looking at, like female cartoon characters everybody has a smartphone don't 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 no 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 put your phone down i don't want to see some fucking hentai shit right now i don't need to see show notes some dude with fucking nine octopus tentacles with penis heads at the end like banging a chick don't need to see that but guys are into that and what i don't get is everybody has a smartphone everybody has a computer everybody has access to the internet the most visited website i believe is Pornhub. So just go to Pornhub and look at real girls. Come on. Oh yeah, that I now I definitely want to fucking rub one out to that. Thank you. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Jessica's so hot. Okay. Now look, I have I have no problems when you go to Comic Con and you see these girls and they dress the way that these comic book females are portrayed. What are you, what are you about to show me? Because this one's gonna be bad. Yep, too much skin. <laughs> so Brian is is going through these different female, mainly Disney cartoon characters. None of them are inspiring any sort of. If uh, you had to pick, now I'm not saying here you can see nipple in this one. Ah uh, yes. Now I'm not saying that you uh, you have to approve of it. I'm not saying that you, the, the, like uh, that you are endorsing it or condoning it in any way, mm-hmm. but who would you say is the most attractive Disney female? I have my answer. Can you give me, like, run off a list of Disney females? Sure. I'm not quite familiar. Do you want to play Fuck, Mary Kill? Let's do fuck Mary Kill. Okay. And and part of my problem with Disney females is like, you know, I'm trying to think like I they're probably so- going to a climate change <laughs> rally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a son growing up, so he wasn't into like the the female Disney movies. All right. So first, we have the gorgeous and illustrious girl next door. 
Princess Belle. Uh, yes. Okay. I remember that. That was from Beauty and the Beast, correct? Yeah. Then we have the vivacious and mm. very exotic yes. Princess Jasmine. Okay, very sultry. Yes. Sultry for the sultan. Yes. That's her name, Princess Jasmine? What was yes. that from Aladdin, correct? Yes. Okay. I just, I just shit on Disney movies saying that I've never watched any of these. And I, I know the movies. Finally, mm-hmm. the very regal and prestigious Cinderella. Okay. So, Princess Belle, mm-hmm. Jasmine. I, this is easy. And Cinderella. Yeah, this is easy. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. I would... I would fuck Belle, I would kill Jasmine, and I would marry Cinderella. Okay. Nailed it. I, I don't think that there's really any other way that you can look at this. I think there's a plenty of ways to look at it, but let's let's break it down. So you would fuck Belle. I would fuck Belle. Why? Um, because she has a face. She looks like she deserves a good fucking. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, I would I would fuck Belle because she seems to be the one. Uh, I don't know. I, I would just I would fuck Belle by default, I believe. I would kill Jasmine because she likes to slum it with the fucking, you know, with the uh, with the Poe people. Yeah, I'm not into that. Who knows? She's probably got like hep C. I'm not fucking touching her. She's not coming in my bed. I'm not fucking her. I'm definitely not marrying her. You know, she probably has AIDS. I don't know what's going on with her. <laughs> And I'm not bringing that home to mom. You know what I'm saying? Cinderella, I would definitely marry because that's a bitch. She knows how to get on her. I don't want to play this game. (laughs) What? This is fun. Cinderella knows she can get on her hands and knees and fucking clean. And no, this isn't the way. (laughs) This isn't the way the game's supposed to be played. This is exactly the way it's supposed to be played. I just regret playing it. <laughs> oh. Dude, Cinderella was just hot even when she was poor, and she was hot when she turned into a pumpkin. So She didn't turn into a pumpkin, you now, fuck. That's not how the story goes? Her car turned into a pumpkin. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, she put on the the, the glass slipper and I'm had those two fucking, I'm sweating. cunty sisters. Wait, hold on. I might have to change this. If I marry Cinderella, do I have to like deal with the in-laws? Because her mom was a bitch. Her sisters were two assholes. Do you deal with your in-laws now? I enjoy my in-laws. That's not, I, do, you, do I deal with them? Yeah. Yeah, well, then Why wouldn't you deal with Cinderella's? All right, so I, check this. I would kill her. <laughs> okay, so we're marrying... I would I would marry Jasmine now. Wow. Yes. Okay. She comes from royalty. She because got a lot of... of sh- <laughs> so you, this is an arranged marriage, <laughs> which I'm perfectly open to. Look, she comes from money. Why right? am I doing this to myself? You're torturing yourself. Uh, just do me a favor. Take some show notes. Um, look, she comes from money, and they always say what? Marry first for money, second for love? So I, I would go for the money. I would go for the money. Which funny, because coming up, I have a story. I have my own Jasmine relationship that we're going to get to in a few. Uh, but where, first, Where are you at Yeah. with... I, I don't even want to talk. No, no, no. Let, let's talk. Why? Where are you at with uh, male uh, cartoon characters? I'm fucking sweating. 
with male cartoon characters um, dressing up as females, like to 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 trick, uh, like Elmer Fudd. Do you find that attractive? I don't find any of this attractive. Oh. Okay. You were trying to catch me. No. Wait, Elmer Fudd dressed up as a female? No, not Elmer. Well, maybe. I no, remember Bugs, Bugs Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. He put on that sassy wig and... Oh, he put on lipstick too, yeah. right? He used to like put mascara on the eyelashes. Damn right he did. No, Bugs Bunny was kind of hot. But, but then they created... Right? Didn't they have a female... Uh, they had a female that they introduced in Looney Tunes for Bugs. I forget her name. But there was a female, uh, there was a female bunny. I was always, I which then would make you think that there would be like fifty Bugs Bunny Juniors running around, right? Because right. the whole term "fuck like rabbits." But yeah, you never saw them. I I can't believe I'm going to admit this. Uh, I always used to be attracted to, uh, in the cartoons, mm -hmm. the big red furry monster that looked like uh, g what? <laughs> <laughs> Very shapely. So you're you're into hairy broads. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. The au natural. What is... What Hold is on. I thing? feel like you're trying to skirt the conversation here. So with Belle Jasmine and Cinderella, what's your... Uh, what do they call it? FMK? Uh, monster. Um, yeah, I, I know exactly would... what you're talking about. It's the one that chases them through the castle. Yes. Yeah, and then he meets the, the crazy scientist. Yes. Yeah, that's a great episode. And then he... In the boxing ring. And, and in this corner! Yeah. Smack you on the beak. <laughs> uh, let's see. Fuck, Mary, kill. I would probably. And just to answer the question, just get it behind us so we can move on. Uh, I would. Fuck Jasmine. Mary Bell. And unfortunately, Cinderella's got to go. Okay. Why? Um, well, I'm marrying Belle because she seems like Cinderella's got an axe to grind, you know? Um, mm. and I'm feeling like Jasmine would not be hip to the idea of living in the United States of America. Now, I remember, uh, I remember seeing a video where Belle gets nailed by the beast. I think it was on, uh, youporn.com. <laughs> Please. Anyway, so the point of this, uh, the point of this toast is, guys. How did look, we get here? You brought it up. <laughs> you brought up fucking Disney characters and who I wanted to fuck. When I said that I'm totally not into this, but I take the libertarian approach. Like, look, whatever you want to do behind closed doors, feel free. I just don't have to agree with it. So to wrap this up with a cute little, cute little bow and button, guys. If you need that, if you're if you find yourself going online and watching hentai, just get, can you look at real girls? I don't know. Like, why is that so hard? I feel like Brian disagrees, and, and I'm starting no, to just, believe that you you like to watch hentai in, in your room. No. Um, I just, I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right. Let, let's get I on to the... I have so uh, much work ahead of me. Let's, let's get I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to fix this. <laughs> Cheers. There we go. Well, this is the shortest toast ever. It was only three minutes. <laughs> and it was all just, hey, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, man. And then laughing. <laughs> and like the repeating of peanut butter jelly time. Don't, don't you fucking do it. Dick. Okay. So so again, on today's episode, we're going to go over some uh, some fun past relationships. Yes. I, I would, I'd really like you to, to take the reins with this. And you want me to take the reins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to, I want you to kick this off. Okay. I want to hear about... Uh, 
let me hear about a, a fun relationship that you uh, may or may not have had in uh, in grade school, let's say, in your younger years. Well, um, my first uh, crush, I guess you would say, was this girl, Deanna. Uh, blonde hair, cute ass. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, the government's gonna come after us. <laughs> can, can we just can we just stipulate that you were both the same age at the time? Yes. And this is your perception of the events in Brian, the age of <laughs> first grade. First grade. <laughs> <laughs> that chick had a great ass. Um and I showed my love for her by taking my box of Crayola crayons. The big thirty-two pack, uh, which had such you know vibrant colors: crimson, red, Indian yellow. Can't say that. <laughs> All the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> oh. Um. I uh. I colored in uh, uh like a a picture of Super Mario Brothers, nice. uh, just Super Mario jumping up and grabbing a mushroom. Mm. I carved it in and uh, gave it to her. How did she respond? Not well. Not. No, she took it and put it on her desk and no thank you. Goodbye. Go to hell. No peck on the cheek. Oh, no. No hand job in the bathroom. (laughs) Wait, Uh, this was what grade? This was really first grade? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're going deep into the vault. Yeah. That was my first first love interest in the story of my life. Okay. My first love interest also denied me. Oh, I was in the I was in the playground. This was back like when when kids. I think this this might predate me having a Nintendo. Anyway, I lived across in, in Brooklyn. I lived across the street from a school, and I remember being in the playground. There was this girl. I had my fucking eye on her. I might have been in third grade, and her name was Nina. She was Ooh. very very exotic for a third grader. Because her name was Nina. For her, because her name was Nina. Yeah. Okay. She was one of the ships that my my. My ancestors ah, came yeah. over. Ah, yeah. You're looking so. to hook up with her grandmother, the Santa Maria. Yes, and the Pinta. Come on, baby. So, I remember... The Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. I'll get you in the bottom while you're drinking sangria. Nachos, lemonheads, my dad's boat. We won't go down because my dick can float. Sail around the world from port to port. Every time I come, I produce a quart. Dude, boats and hoes. Boats How and far hose. in a way? Well, minus the editing, so chop out like 10 minutes. So how far are we? Okay, so in real time, we are at the 40-minute mark. After editing, we're about five. Good. Five <laughs> minutes in, Brian sang twice. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Nina. Anyway, yeah, the, I had this I had this little little love interest. Her name was Nina. Was and she Russian? No, she was an Italian bird. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I remember, I don't even think I ever talked to her. I just walked up to her in the schoolyard, and I tried to kiss her. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're pretty. And she like face palmed me, yeah. And I remember going home and crying in my bed. Rightfully so. I was very upset. But yeah. unlike some people who we work with, I actually got over it the next day, and mm. I was able to move on. And uh, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's true. So I learned that in the rest of my life that I was going to. It, it was a great lesson because it taught me that I was going to deal with rejection from women. Do you feel like you um? You connect emotionally with uh, with your love interests? Of course. Let's find out. 
Why do I think that there's going to be like a lot of psychoanalysis in this episode? I am, we're about to get serious. The yeah, beginning yeah. of the episode was kind of rocky, right? It was a little, little fucking bumpy. I think it was one of our best ones. You I'm think putting, so? I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a solid uh, bronze on that. We're going to bronze. Pitch. Okay. All right. I'm going to ask you a series of true or false questions, and I want them answered immediately. Immediately, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Who is your daddy? What does he do? It's not a tumor. Uh, I'm going to ask you a series of true and false questions, and we are going to see how well you oh. connect emotionally with your partner. True or false? Mm. I look forward to spending free time with my partner. I don't know. Do you? Okay. Oh, you mean me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I look forward. Do you look forward to spending time with your free uh, with your partner? Of course. Yes. True. Uh, at the end of the day, your partner is glad to see you. Oh, man. We're talking about my wife? Yes. Or this is some fictitious character? Your wife. Um, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. True. Definitely true. Uh, you really enjoy discussing things with your partner? Yes, true. Your wife is one of your best friends? True. You and your partner have a lot of fun together. True. In full disclosure, my wife listens to the podcast. So if I answer false to any of these, she's going to cut my dick off. This is going to be like an Elena Bobbitt moment. What? Why'd you look up? John Bobbitt and Elena yeah, Bobbitt? Yeah, I, I, I didn't think that was her name, but it, it checks mm. out. No, I'm, in all seriousness, okay, so far these are all true. Wow, people find me very boring. Go ahead. <laughs> my wife uh, tells, uh, your wife tells you when she has a bad day. True. Uh, you guys tend to share the same basic values. True. You have many of the same dreams and goals. True. Even though your interests are somewhat different, you can enjoy your wife's interests. Of course. True. In full disclosure for the people out there, I've been with my wife for 17 years. So. Okay. Go on. Uh, whatever you do together, you tend to have a good time. True. Especially at night, you know what I'm saying? Let's see the results. Oh. Results. You are a pussy-whipped bitch. Is that what it says? No. No. Your score. Oh. 80. I scored an 80? Yes. Okay. I have a big problem with this fucking... Uh, what does your score mean? Congratulations. Turning towards is a uh, strength of your relationship because you are often there for each other during the minor events of your lives both of you have built up a large emotional bank account that sh okay that was you a basically just tremendous waste of time you just took the show <laughs> this is what you did in in my in my personal opinion here you took the show yep thank you you, you might as well can you just like walk out and reset yourself you took the show you you laid it down after you drugged it you then took rope hogtied it, then took the show, hogtied and drugged, put it on the train tracks, and waited for the locomotive. I'm going to roll. So Diana, huh? Had a sweet ass in first grade. You should have rolled with disadvantage, but I have a feeling you failed it anyway. What did you get? Uh-oh. Pouring into the chalice 
for everybody out there listening, when Brian has a drink from the chalice, that means that he rolled a one, so he fumbled. Double shot time. I have to make whiskey. a proclamation, as yes. always, with this chalice. Of course. I have never deserved a one more than I do right now. All right. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That, that's quite all right. We're gonna we're gonna pick the pieces up. We're gonna put them back on the rails, and we're gonna move this fucking we're gonna move this thing forward. So you you see this girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the park, or, I, I've, or I've at, seen her at, numerous at, times. At, okay, so you're like this girl is? She was a new girl in the rela- in, in the neighborhood. I almost said in the relationship. This is how bad I wanted her. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I saw this new girl in the neighborhood. And uh, it was one of those things, you know, boys, at, at that point, like, boys were always hanging out with the boys, and girls were always with the girls, and, if, you know, occasionally, you, you would intermingle between the groups. So I had talked to her a couple of times, and, and finally, I built up the courage. I was like, you know what? That's going to be my girl. I'm going to go kiss her. You took the initiative. Of course. How that's, old were you? I was in third grade. Third grade. Okay. How old are you in third grade? I don't even know. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Eight, nine years old. So I just, I just walked up to this girl, and I tried to kiss her. And she literally took her hand... And she shoved it in my face and pushed me away. Nowadays, as in, as a third grader, you would get probably arrested for rape. Yeah, probably. You know, um, much different from how I spent my third grade. What did you do in third grade? I had a teacher, Mrs. McGregor. Ah, and she routinely mm-hmm. uh, would tie kids to their chairs. Excuse me. Uh huh. If you failed to tie your shoes, your shoes would go out the window. She would throw your shoes out the window. Summer, winter. Fall, spring, Didn't rain, matter. snow. And if you bit your nails. Oh, I'd be fucked. Tabasco sauce. What? Where? On the fingers. She would dip your hands in Tabasco sauce. What if you were a fan of Tabasco sauce? You would enjoy that. Yeah, but I mean, at seven or eight years Yeah, old, you probably. That's a good yeah. point. Your taste buds really aren't evolved. Yep. Uh, a couple of kids peed themselves because she refused to let people use the bathroom. She was one of those. So what you're telling me is if she was sitting here with us today, she's probably dead, but if she was sitting here with us today, she would have zero contribution to this episode because she probably never had a relationship. Mrs. McGregor. That was a front. (laughs) But in third grade, we did have this game when we could make our way to the bathroom. Um, To protect the innocent, I won't use a last name, but we had a very nasty game where we went in the bathroom, and the bathroom in in our school... Uh, was tile, but it was like that mosaic, like very small squares. Right. And it was a color pattern. It was like a stream of blue, a stream of green, a stream of yellow, and a stream of pink rotating. Okay. Uh, Alternating, I should say. And if your shoe touched the pink stripe, you would have to uh, kiss Kim so-and-so, this girl Kim, real nasty bitch. Oh, so she wasn't cute. It's not like guys obviously... We're not going out of the way to step on the pink stripe. No. In my mind's eye of what she looked like, it was uh, a big beastly woman with uh, like lots of pimples and pock marks. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Which is impossible because we were in third grade. But that's like, she was a monster. Well, maybe she got left back a couple of years. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I can only hope that after the torture that uh, she was put through that she grew up to be a 10. Mm. She is a ginger, so. So she has no soul. Right, but. At minimum, she should be hopefully yeah. very attractive. Yeah, unless she's like eight hundred pounds. Right. Which or, is, let's oh. be honest. You know, this isn't a movie. Yeah, this is real life. Yeah, this is real life. She's probably a hooker <laughs> at a fucking truck stop. <laughs> Come here, ginger. Um. So 
this girl uh, rejects you, and you said you went home. And you're a little, so I went home. I was very upset. A little devastated. Right to my bedroom, and I, I cried like a little girl. I got it out of my system, and I moved on. That was it. Next day, fucking right as rain. That's right. Moved on with my Bounce life. right back. Of course. You bounce right back. This is what you do. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You fall down, you pick your ass right back up. Now, were there any... Because like my son is in fifth, uh, fifth grade this year. Right. And he's already uh, had a girlfriend and broken up. Okay. Long distance girlfriend, no less. Long distance in fifth grade. Yep. Okay. Well, in the summer between fourth and fifth, yeah. Right, right. A hot and steamy relationship that lasted a total of like three weeks. Oh, good, good, good. At what age did you get your first, like, I'm going to be your boyfriend and we're going to like hold hands? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Because that leads me to my first, like, major story. Oh. Her name was Laura. Laura. So I'm going to leave out last names. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, <clears throat> her name was Laura, and it was in eighth grade. Now, obviously, the school that I went to was in New Jersey. It was a small school, so everybody obviously knows everybody. We got along very well. Now, this was, there, there were no cell phones. Right. So we had started dating. You know, the holding hands thing, walking down the hall. You know, you had different classes. That was you, you were getting very excited. They were prepping you for high school. You would do like the whole class change and right. you know all that nonsense. So we would find each other in the hall and and hug and we we couldn't kiss and I'll explain that in a little bit. Um, but you know, we'd walk down the hall holding hands and then see each other. You know, after the next class or whatever. Um, eighth grade was when you know you would go on your uh, your school trip, your big eighth grade trip. Yes. So we had gone to Washington D.C. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, we went to New Jersey, and they told us it was New York City. You stop it. Where they yeah. take it, like Hoboken? Liberty Science Center. You went to Liberty? Did, so you didn't stay over. You just took no. a bus down there, hung out at Liberty Science Center, and then went back. No, we actually stayed at a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, we had to raise money, you know, and uh, but whatever. I digress. She was so tall, very tall, that in order for us to kiss, we used to go to the mall. Right, our parents would drop us off at the mall. I used sure. to have to stand on the the block that you pull your car up to in a parking spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I the cement to, uh, blocker. Yeah, which is like what? Like four or five inches yeah. tall? I used to have to stand on that in order to make out with this girl. Super tall. Very awkward. Now, but I had no shame. In my mind, she was the most beautiful angel that had ever existed. Right. So, so anyway, so we hey, did. she could help you out in case you were getting mugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was very athletic because I was athletic. You know, I was big into sports and stuff smash. like that. No, she wasn't. She wasn't a husky Amazon girl. <laughs> she was very skinny. Oh, okay. Um, so long story short, uh, that relationship unfortunately ended, and that ended the uh, the day after the eighth grade dance. Uh oh. Okay, so you, so let's, I was not happy. Everything the, was let's great. Pump, let's pump the brakes. Everything, dude. The relationship was great. So was, you you go to the dance together. Up to this point, everything is great. Everything was awesome. Said. We had the eighth grade trip. How often would you talk to each other? D dude, that was another funny thing. Oh, that's, so that's my point. So we didn't have cell phones back then. So you used to have to the get on the phone, phone with right. the house phone. And you would call. And I almost felt like I was obligated to spend hours with this girl on the phone. And sure. this was before unlimited calling. Mm. So would you imagine, I believe I ran up a phone bill of probably around $800. And dad threw you through a wall. <laughs> yeah, which wasn't the first time. <laughs> <laughs> So um, so this is like turning into, in your mind, like a Romeo and Juliet situation. I'm getting married. Like the fucking Capulets are stopping you from talking to this yes, on the phone. exactly. The Capillaries are not having any of this shit. Right. And this has to end. Nailed it. So, well, of course. I'm, I'm, obviously, I read poetry. Right. Come on. Um, everything was great. I thought everything was great. 
up the, until the, the capillaries and the Monte Carlos. Great car. Warring with each other. Of course. It's like uh, the West Side Story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those were the big it's players. The West Side Highway. The, right. The West Side Novel. The Jets and the Giants. Big battles. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors and the Vikings. We got this. All right. So, so we go to the eighth grade dance. Now, again, we're in now eighth it's grade. A for, it's a foregone conclusion. You guys are going together. Oh fuck yes, dude! We're, now is we're this dating. like um, is this like uh like in my school there was a dance like every like two months? No, this was only the for dance. eighth graders. This the was dance. the dance. This was okay. the end of year. Congratulations, you've you've graduated. You're on your way to high school, kid. Here's your your eighth grade dance. Was this dance held somewhere or in the gymnasium? This was held someplace. Okay, so this is this is this the is dance. Very formal. This is your first the dance. This is the most formal experience I've I've had in my life up until that point, outside did, of funerals. Did did the dance have a king and queen? No, it did not. Okay, it did not. But it had a DJ. Sure, yeah. They were yeah, playing yeah. music. We were doing the stupid kid stuff. We would see who would be able to put their ear up to the speaker for the longest before having to like pull your head away. Sure, you know, which is probably why I'm deaf. Yeah. Um, so now you go together. We go together. You meet up, or you meet up at the house, and no, no, no. We by go together, we get dropped off at the same and meet time. Meet up there. We we meet up there in the front, and then walk in together. Okay. So we walk in. How's and then, she dressed? In a dress. Okay. So she she went out and bought a dress for this. Yeah, of dance. course. I'm wearing a suit. Okay. You know, it was like a shirt and tie kind of. Yeah, like everybody right. gets dressed up. You know, it was a cute little kid. You know, you, yep. you send I'm your kid you. to the dance. Yeah. You know. So um, so we're at the dance, and it was typical. Eighth grade boys and girls shit. We walked in holding hands, and as soon as we walked in, I went left to my friend. She went right to her friends. Okay. So now I'm hanging out with all my guy friends. We're like, yeah, dude, you know, my girl's here. Yeah, we're going to make out. Yeah, we're going to, maybe I'll get to second base tonight. But first, let's talk about Transformers. Yeah, yeah. You get that cool new, new Ken Griffey <laughs> right. Jr. card. Yeah. You know? So, um. And what year was this? This had to be, holy shit, 80. No, this had to be 91. Okay, so you go to your friends. We're talking about Nintendo games. And, yeah, and like Nirvana and, yeah. and you know, shit like that. Um, okay. Now, the slow music would come on. Oh, yes. You'd have to find each other. And at the beginning of the night, you know, you would be like an arm's distance away. And by the end of the night, you know, you're holding each other real close. You're thinking, this is it. This relationship, this, this is going someplace. So they'd be playing their like their regular bullshit music, yeah. And you'd be talking to your friends, uh, and then once like the slow music, hit, yeah, like Unchained Melody. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Oh. So now you guys meet oh. back up on the dance. Floor. We lock eyes from across the dance floor, and I give a a wave for her to to meet me in the middle of the dance floor, and we meet and embrace. I would say a kiss, but I have no step stool with me, so I can't even get up to her level to lock lips. <laughs> and you know, there's chaperones there, so they make sure that you're not standing too close. I felt like it was like a I felt like I was living in Footloose. Right. So um you know, we would dance and then after the song was over, you would split up and go right back to your friends. That's it. Dance over. Goodbye. And we'd go hang out with the boys. Okay. So now the dance is is done. So now we're hanging out outside and we're waiting for our respective rides. So my parents come, and they come with my brother, who's uh, he's almost two years older than me. So uh, they come. Now, I had never met her parents before, so I have no idea what they look like. So we're, we're hanging out because now my parents, my parents are very nice. They're respectful. So they don't want to leave until she gets picked up. 
And my parents probably in their mind thought, oh, let me meet the parents of the girl who our son is dating. So um, so we're waiting. We're waiting. So now I have my back to her because I'm having a conversation with my brother. And unbeknownst. Okay. Mm, unbeknownst. Excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, fucking eight. Eight, you said? Mm-hmm. Well, let me go to dictionary.com because... Uh, Here's what I want to do. I keep fucking that word up. Every time I say it, I think I say it differently. I'm, I'm going to triple check to make sure that I am correct. And I almost kind of hope I'm wrong because what I decided to do is I, if I'm wrong, I am going to roll. You know what the problem is with this? The problem is that much madness is divinest sense. I don't know what that means. That's because you don't have a discerning eye. I don't even know how to spell it. Un B K N O Unbeknown. So unbeknownst. Okay. Fucking sanitary bitch. <laughs> unbeknown. Unbeknownst. So to, to, to wrap this one up, so I'm having a conversation with my brother. This girl Laura is standing behind me. I'm assuming that she's still waiting for her parents. Unbeknownst to me, her parents came to pick her up. And now they're waiting. With her, because they want, obviously, to be introduced to me. So her father is standing behind me. I had no idea. And my brother, my brother and I are balls deep in a conversation. Now, you have to picture, I'm in eighth grade. My brother was a freshman in high school. Okay. We are balls deep in a conversation about why it is that when you do cocaine, that a majority of the time, people tend to use a razor blade and cut the cocaine up on a mirror. Before they snort it, and this this conversation in reality mm-hmm. was an innocent like I saw this in a movie. Why do they do that? Yeah, but you know between you know between me and my brother, this has turned into like a five minute. Con- so we were going on about this. Right, like, I can't understand the concept. Do you do it because you want to watch the straw on your nose? Like, why are you cutting it? Does it seem like it's got to be like we're trying to understand the dynamics behind it? Because again, we probably just saw Scarface. Right. And we're trying to figure out the, the logic behind it. Or my brother maybe saw a movie and he was telling me about it. And I was questioning, like, why the mirror? Why the razor blade? You know? I mean, I'm in eighth grade. I'm not doing coke. You right. know? Yeah, obviously. Well. Papa Bear did not no, like this conversation. Much to my chagrin, as I turn around, here is this angry looking old man just staring down at me like he wants to fucking choke the life out of me. And wouldn't you know, I was not introduced to this gentleman. He reached down grabbed his little daughter's arm and dragged that bitch right out of there. And that was the last time I ever talked to her. Not even in, Dude, even in school the next day, the only word she said was, we can't see each other anymore. Ouch. And that was the end of that relationship. I, Dude, I tried and I failed. So this one must have really hurt. That was my first, what I thought was true love. Right. Which it turns out it wasn't. But yeah, this is the end of the world for you. For dude, a I, was, days. I was devastated. I was devastated. The one thing, though, the saving grace in all of this is it freed up a lot of gaming time. Because sure. now yeah. I don't have to be on the fucking phone with the girl. Yeah. And that is always the beauty about the end of a relationship, especially at that age. You binge on whatever your poison is. Of course. Yeah. Of course. With reckless abandon. Oh, man. There is no fucking, there is no curtailing my behavior. I don't have any interesting dance stories. So I, I think the fun way to do this is we'll go tit for tat. Yeah, yeah. Similar stories, but in different time periods. Yes. I brought two girls to my senior prom. You are a lucky man. 
and I was in love with both of these girls, uh, at least in my tiny mind at the time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a, like a sitcom or like an 80s movie where uh, they're each on the opposite ends of the room and I'm changing clothes as I'm running in between each yes. of them. They both knew and they both came with me, one on each arm. Really? You're a fucking pimp. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, you end up in the friend zone with both of them. <laughs> Probably with a failure to commit. That's awesome. <laughs> Might have been one of my issues. Uh, yeah, one of the girls was in college. So I had an older broad. Really? You brought a college girl to your uh, your eighth grade dance? No, this was uh, oh. this was junior prom. Okay. I think junior prom. So here's the fucked up thing. Wait, how old was the other one? <laughs> oh, no. Come on. So one of them was in college. Okay. One of them was a freshman. Wow, you're really just <laughs> chasing both ends of the spectrum. You're just dabbling. You're trying to figure out what you need. I'm a degenerate. <laughs> and I got a tux with tails. Really? I, I, I can picture you. That that's that's yeah. your that's your scene. Yeah. I had tux with tails just to be fucking obnoxious. So now I, what was your motivation behind this? Were you thinking that you were gonna go to the dance with the two girls, it might fail with one, so at least you had the other as a fallback? Or no, you thought so that in your sick mind that you were gonna end up with both of them at the end of the night? I mean, that was the goal, you know? But it, it didn't start out with uh the offer wasn't made with ill intentions. So your junior year, you already had threesome in your mind. The yes. The girl uh that's in college, Rachel. I actually legitimately was really into that girl. Okay. Um, you know, f- pretty. Not mm. like, not like, holy shit, look at that chick. But like, girl next door, right. pretty. But it's also like the attraction of being with like this older girl. Yeah. Like she's in college, she has a car. Right. Right. Um, and the other girl, Gina, was like a goth chick. Oh, yeah. So one of them, I had like, uh, I fantasized about like having a family and walking hand in hand down the park. The other one, uh, not so much. No. <laughs> the other one was. Um, You're going to teach me things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like hot wax kind of shit. Yes. Yes. Um, Nipple clamps. And so. Car batteries. Un- unbeknownst. Son of a bitch. To me. You're so good with Rachel was going with me. I guess as a favor, like uh, she's my friend and, you know, and then she found out I was bringing this other girl who I was bringing her as a favor. So her boyfriend stood her up. I'm like, why don't you come with me? And she's like, oh, I'll come with you, Rachel. I'm like, fuck. Well, now I got girls. Listen, uh, I offered myself to both of you because I didn't think, you know, it was going to work out this way. Shall we? Ooh. And uh, And they said, we shan't. Nope. they, They went with me. They were both dolled up. Good. I had this exotic college girl and this young piece of jailbait. <laughs> Little goth chick. Yes. That's pretty hot. Yeah. So were they were they like the polar opposites? Like the Rachel was wearing a white dress and, and Gina nailed was wearing it. the black one? Yeah, nailed it. See, that's awesome. What color was your uh, tails tux? So it was... No. Um, this wasn't like Dumb and Dumber. No, 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 no. Okay. No. Uh, I didn't get that kind of sense of humor until much later. Did you do the white tux with the black trim? No. It, so it was a uh, black uh, base color. Okay. The vest was black with like a like a red or like cardinal uh, like crosses. I looked like a Templar. <laughs> I, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the bow tie matched the the vest, and then it had fucking tremendous tails that just. Oh, the only thing I was missing 
was uh, a top hat and a monocle and a cane, <laughs> and I would have looked like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Uh, a Mr. Peanut fighting the Crusades. That's awesome. <laughs> Should have brought like a fucking sword and a shield. Yeah. That's, what, yeah, that's what it looked like. I looked like a steampunk prince. That's pretty you cool. Uh, and, it, you know, the dance was fine. I was I was separating my time. And the, the cool thing for me was onlookers were like, look at this motherfucker. Hell yeah. Uh, in reality, these girls were just being nice. And I was splitting my time between them. And like it was one of those things like halfway through the dance, I started picking up that vibe. That you weren't going anywhere with either of them, right? Now so were now, they talking to each other? Yeah, they were. They were friendly. Okay. Um, because that's kind of awkward. They knew each other. Like we had a group oh. of common friends. Okay. All right. Uh, and at at some point, and here's how sick I am in the head. At some point, I realized that this was not going anywhere, and that the three of us had vastly different intentions. Uh, so now I made it something as a spectacle for everybody else. So you started putting on a show, yeah, trying to show people that it's something that it actually wasn't, right? So like I would, I would be really fucking like dancing up a storm, and then I would lean in and whisper into their ears, but it'd be something like, "Look at this fucking guy over here with this stupid cummerbund," and then she would look over and giggle. And you'd be like, what the fuck is going on with this guy, man? Yes. He's got these girls giggling. He's whispering shit in both of their ears. They're both aware, and of course, the final dance of the night. I said, "Let's have some fun. Let's all dance together." So I somehow managed a three-way slow dance. dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is everybody's like looking to high-five you. I'm sure the next dude, day. Oh, dude, fucking forget about it. If I could not get um, more sinful mm. uh, uh, rewards, the stock in the school rise. You know, my stock rising in the school was okay. an equal. Uh, payment, I guess. Okay. Uh, because everyone was like, what happened? I'm like, eh, boys, you know, yes. kiss and tell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I was about to ask you, how many lies did you tell the next day? None. None? None. I wouldn't talk about it, which made it... Uh, you play coy, so you uh, left it in the imagination of everybody. In a happy accident, as Bob Ross would say. Yes. It made it even crazier to them. Because they, they weren't getting talk. the details. Right, because one of these girls still goes to school here, so... I had to be careful with what I was going to say because right. it would not be hard to verify. And if they did go and be like, what happened after the dance? Nothing. He brought me home. Like, son of a bitch, she's in on it too. Yep, Something yep. fucking happened. They're doing illegal <laughs> shit. I hear about this thing called sodomy. They're doing Ooh. some sodomy over there. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, so that was... Uh, so you, you faked your way through a threesome. Yes. In the minds of your fellow yes. uh, constituents at school. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and I'll have to go, well, next time I go to my parents' house, I'll have to see if I can find the yearbook from that year because somebody wrote something about that in the yearbook. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty slick. And I fucking, I let it ride the whole time. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I would fucking, I would drag that to the end. As a matter of fact, if I still talk to kids from high school, I would still fucking, I, I still wouldn't tell them what really happened. Yeah. You know, I would make them guess. So, oh. uh, yeah, that was my, that was really the only interesting thing that happened at a dance uh, for me. I have a quick little uh, funny high school story. Ooh. So it was my uh, my freshman year. So I had one like major relationship in in high school. I ended up dating this one girl for like 3 years. And uh, but prior to that, I had my eye on this one chick. Her name was Shara. Sarah? No. There's an H in there. Shara. Shara. Like yeah. Sahara, but we're going to pronounce it Shara. No, cuz there's no A between the S and the H. It was S H A R A. Ah, okay. Shara. Yeah. Shara. Shara, I guess, if you wanted to. Well, either way. Yeah. But it was Shara. She Sharon without the O N. 
Yeah, because it has an A at the end. <laughs> right, of course. Replace the A with the O-N and go back to the original, and it's Shara. Which, 13. Okay, good, good, good. So Shara and I had dated for a very brief time. And this was... Now, I, I, I'd gotten over my, my failed uh, relationship after my, my cocaine blunder. And this was, this was like the first relationship that now I had in high school. Now, I'm in high school, you know? There's like elders walking around the halls. Like, I can't fuck this up. Like, there's a lot on the line here. You know, your reputation is on the line. Right. So you got to play this cool. So, of course, I was so cool that I waited about two weeks. And I was like, you know what? This, this chick is mine. I'm going to give her my necklace. Because that's what guys do, right? Yeah, one of those like uh, chain. Yeah, I had a gold chain. And on the on the chain was, uh, I probably got it for, I don't even know what the fuck I got it for, but it was uh, a little head of good old Jesus Christ on a, ah. like a cross behind it. You know, it was like a Christ head. I don't know. They might have a So like his it. head on a side profile. Yeah, he's got like a, th- oh my God, I almost knocked my fucking <laughs> crown of thorns off. He had like a, a the crown of thorns and, you know, he was kind was of his... angled to the side. Oh, okay. You know, like he was posing for glamour shots, and there was a, a cross that his head was mounted on. And this, this it, it's kind of sick if you think about it, because it almost reminds me of like when you hunt an animal. Did you get this necklace at Italians R Us? Um, <laughs> no, I probably got this necklace from my parents for like my confirmation, mm. right? Or like a like a uh, eighth grade graduation. Would you present. say this? Thing, I was very proud to wear it. Would you say this thing is the size of? Closer to the size of a quarter or closer to the size of a coaster? No, I was not. I was not Flava Flav. <laughs> All right. So I, it wasn't the size of a coaster. Coaster. Was, uh, you okay over there? Closer to cloisters? Oh, that looks single digit 11. Shit. Thank you, Glenn. Was it closer to mm-hmm. the size of a quarter or yes. closer to the size of a coaster? That's a fucking. That's like a tongue twister. No, no, no. Like I said, I was not like Flav Flav. I did not have like a gigantic medallion around my neck okay. like I was a rapper. So it was, it was more it was like, like a... the size of a quarter. It was small. Okay. You know, it was on a, on a real small like rope thin gold chain and, you know, maybe, yeah, about the size of a quarter. I cannot get the image of a life-size head of Christ hanging, just from, hanging from my neck with like bling all over it. With like real thorns. Yeah, just just this huge obnoxious... And you're wearing just a white furry tracksuit. <laughs> With a do-rag <laughs> and sunglasses in school. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's, 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 not, it's not like huge and crazy. And, and I wasn't nuts with it. I didn't wear it like over my shirt. It was always like right. tucked in because like I'm not a big jewelry person. Close to this? Like the, this necklace that I have? Yeah, yeah. Very okay. similar. Right. Very, very similar. So, um, so again, thin rope, quarter size, Jesus head on a cross. So I'm like, you know, this girl is mine. What better way to put my stamp on her than give her my necklace? That way everybody sure. knows that she's taken, right? That was That's a thing for a while. Of course. Yeah, you kind of trade jewelry, right? Yeah. So, so we had one class together in my freshman year. So after class was over, I said, hey, you, Shara, I want you to have this. You're my girl. I want you to wear this. So I reach into my, behind my neck. So you're wearing it. You didn't have it prepared. No, 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 no. I wanted to go through the whole motions. I thought it would be great because I was doing this in the hallway in front of everybody. So now there's a crowd for me. I wanted everybody in the school who was in that hallway at the time to know that this girl was mine. Okay. So I say, you, Shara, I want you to have this. 
So I reach behind my neck and I unclasp my necklace and I take it. And I don't even show it to her. I just take it and I put it around her neck and I clasp it. And she's like, what's this? I said, that's my necklace. And it's for you, baby. And I want you to have it. Okay. So she's with her friends and they look at it and, and she's trying to look down at it and it hangs just low enough so she could see it. And she goes, what is that? Is that the head of Jesus? I killed him. <laughs> I said, yeah, why? She goes, I'm Jewish, you idiot. What? Stop. 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 What is that? What is that? Dude, what the fuck is wrong with Barry today? Jewish music playlist. Thank you, Barry. Uh, okay. So, now I'm highly embarrassed. Because now everybody in the hallway is laughing You know what? Me. I'm highly embarrassed, too. How right did now. I not know? Because and, and again, we're gonna I'm not disclosing last names, but if I told you her last name, it is the most obviously Jewish last name you could possibly think of. Right. And um, you know, it may or may not had a silver in it, it may or may not have ended in Stein. Right, yeah. You know, I should Berg, have known. Something like that. Right, yeah. right, right. Um lots of consonants. <laughs> the only vowels are O's. Exactly. <laughs> and I completely I completely dropped the ball. Um, so now you can only imagine I'm, I'm now turned, I'm, I can only imagine I'm just fucking bright red and I'm so aggravated and embarrassed that I now have to fumble to try to undo this fucking necklace from her neck. And it took, dude, it felt like forever to take this necklace. Like you want to at some point just rip it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like fuck this necklace. I'm sorry, Jesus. If you fall to the ground, whatever. Um, I got to get you off of this girl's neck. She's probably burning. She's going to go to hell if they believe in hell. I don't know what Jews believe in. So that relationship also ended the next day. No shit. Because yep. of that, like it was a good intention. Yep. It ended the next day. How did it end? Not good. She completely ignored me. Didn't even have the balls to Didn't. be like, hey, listen. Couldn't even say anything. As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, a friend of hers had to tell me that we were no longer together. Wow. Remember that gaff you pulled yesterday? Yeah, Shara. She doesn't, she doesn't want to I'm be sorry? with you anymore. Shara. Oh. Uh, That's her name. I forgot. Shara. <laughs> Shara doesn't want to be with you anymore. Ouch. That relationship was over. And then, quick story, I then dated a girl, this chick, Lisa, um, who I went over her house, and at the time, I had just gotten my braces taken off, so I had a retainer, and uh, I had taken my retainer out of my mouth. I don't know if maybe we ate something or whatever. I had taken my retainer out of the mouth, and I put it on the like the nightstand. I put it on like a little thing on the nightstand, and her fucking dog got it. Nice. And chewed it to shit. I thought you were going to say and choked on it and died. No, that, that would have been better. <laughs> that would have been a better story. But the dog chewed it, and, dude, I was so embarrassed and petrified that my father was going to fucking kill me that I tried wearing this retainer after a dog had chewed on it, and it just never fit in my mouth right. anymore. So I would try to put it on, but like, oh, yes, I have my retainer. And, and it obviously, Isn't I couldn't it get true it true you're supposed to wear a retainer for the rest of your life? Well, I guess not. My teeth haven't fallen out. <laughs> okay, fair point. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have any like uh, uh, like blunders that resulted in the destruction of a relationship. No. No. Yeah, I'm over too. No, I was always big on dating a girl for like a week, or two weeks. Right, like, right. Nah, 
wasn't for you. Yeah. You test the waters really quick and then you move on. Yeah, because it's like when I was single, I was like, man, I want a girlfriend. Like my mm-hmm. buddies have girlfriends or whatever. I would get a girlfriend and be like, this is fucking lame. Yeah. I'd rather go fucking hang out at the mall. Yeah. Or like be home and playing video games. Like yeah. I don't want to be bothered with like the fucking the whole courting nonsense and the phone talk and I take it back. There was a girl, Brandy, Ooh. who played the French horn. What's that code for? I too played the French horn. Oh, I'm so so okay, so you go what? I was in seventh or eighth grade. And okay. I was playing the French horn. Hardest brass instrument in my humble estimation. It, what other brass instruments have you played? All of them. Uh, have you? At the same time. That was a one-man band. <laughs> the name of the band was Until Dawn. You may have heard of us. Yes. <laughs> okay, Desiree. Uh, come on. Uh, Damien, I'm sorry. You're better than that. I'm sorry, Damien. I'm, so, I'm so totally fucked up. I meant Damien. Oh, I said Desiree. I'm sorry. Uh, so you played the French horn. Yeah. Now, I was in either... So my the way my school was structured was 6th, 7th, and 8th was its own entity. Then okay. you had the highest. So there's elementary school, K through five, six, seven, eight, and then high school. And I was in either sixth or seventh grade, and Brandy was in eighth grade. And she, again, kind of a goth chick, bleached blonde hair, um, kind of short uh, and like um, shaggy. And if she was old enough, she totally would have tattoos. Like okay. that, that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, extended like earlobes was a thing back then, mm. she probably would have had that too. Real punk rock kind of a chick. Right. And uh, super cute. And she sat next to me because there was only two idiots playing the French horn. Me and uh, Hatso McGee. Yeah. And just out of the blue, she decided to tell me that, you know, she had a crush on me. Just that... Excuse me. Yes. Wow. Just out of nowhere. Out of the blue. You're in the middle of playing some fucking Louis Armstrong solo. Right. And she's like, Psst, by the way, I have a crush on you. Yeah. I was playing some Chuck Mangione, oh. you know. Okay. And uh, yeah, I have a crush on you. Really? And I let that sink in for a couple days. And then when I go after it, I pursue that uh, hot tip mm-hmm. uh, is when she sprung the joke. I'm pregnant. <laughs> uh no i was just fucking with you no come yeah. on but like it wasn't it wasn't that gentle it was like weeks of just oh can i get your number sure and then she gives me a number that doesn't work or goes to uh, hello i'm looking for brandy sorry wrong number what the fuck is going on but i was so like why would you lie about this yeah 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 uh that i just kept letting myself be strung along for weeks just the naive mind of yeah. a seventh grader. And I believe, I'm a firm believer, that that treatment is what created partially the monster that is me today. Because it wasn't much later in high school where I would purposely just go up to like the hottest girl on the cheerleading team and just walk into her and be like, hey, well, whatever her name was, uh, hey, Amanda, may lay off the uh, Cheetos and then just walk <laughs> away. <laughs> With with no purpose, like there was no no provocation. Right. I just no, now I have now I have something against hot girls. You and just, you're all going to pay. You would target some random hot chick. Yeah, I was like a really boring superhero with uh, a really boring power origin yeah, yeah. story. And you would just fat shame them, <laughs> yeah. even if they weren't fat. But Bingo. You, know, you know, in their mind, they thought they were. Yeah, I. And you would fuck with their heads. I would not be surprised if at least a couple of girls from my school died of bulimia. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> On their tombstone. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So to the to the asshole in leather pants. <laughs> I'm not fat anymore. <laughs> uh yeah, I I fucking I was like, why would you fucking do that? Like, that was some crazy psychological warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For no reason. I never had words with this girl. We didn't have any friends in common. Just out of the blue, she was like, I'm going to play a prank on this fucking clown. Yep. And she fucked with you. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a lasting memory because you went and tormented future females. Yes. <laughs> How many girls do you think you went up to after that and just fucked with? Like a couple. Not, not like every not, girl. Right. So it's not like you had some, like, obsession with just destroying I, the dreams I would of go after. Girl. I would go after good-looking girls that I felt whether I was right or wrong, but w- if I felt they were being shitty to people for no reason, I would target them. Okay. Well, then that's fair. It's yeah. like fair game. You yeah, it wasn't him. like I would just see a hot girl and be like, hey, fatty. Right, you know, right, It would right. be like, why is this girl fucking with this guy? I know what I'll do. You were like Robin Hood for the oppressed. Right. I gotcha. So. Yeah, well, it's very, like, valiant. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Listen, not all heroes wear capes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, don't get me started on fucking capes. All right. I will not. Yeah, please. Um... So, so we've talked about first loves. We've talked about uh, well, those were like puppy dog loves. You know, that's like that. Like, oh, we got some serious shit you want to get into. Oh, this is this is serious. My first true love, or what I thought was true love, was Jen number one. Jen number one. Yeah, I've, I had a thing with Jens. Okay. So I had a had a, had a run by of coincidence or by design. I don't know. Maybe in my sick mind, it was by design, but so purely possibly by subconsciously. Yeah, possibly. but it's because I, it was actually overall a J thing, and we were talking about this. I've I've had three Jens, a Janelle, a Jamie, a Jody, Josh, a Joey, and a Justin. Don't forget Jasper. Oh, and and obviously we talked about Jasmine. Yep. So and Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, Jen Uno. Um, yeah, dude, I dated her for like three years. So after after the uh, after the, the the embarrassment of the Christ head, and then the retainer debacle, I ended up meeting this retainer girl. Gate. Yeah, retainer gate happened where I had to convince my parents that there was nothing wrong with it. Um, How'd that go? Not well. Mm. Not well. My father does not like a bullshitter, and he right. can sniff one out from a yeah, mile away. because your retainer is in the shape of a triangle yep. and pointing in different directions. <laughs> and every time It I looks like there's an Iron Maiden around your head. <laughs> every time I try to put it in my mouth, I look like Joe Biden from the last debate. <laughs> Fucking teeth are falling out of my head. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, so I found what, what became my, like, my real, my one and only like high school you know, relationship. That lasted for years. I mean, I was with this girl for years. Um, and it almost got me kicked out of school. Oh. Yeah, like expelled, potentially arrested. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not good. So You had to defend her honor. Uh, oh, boy, did I defend her honor. Oh, okay. Yep. Ex-boyfriend um, came call, sniffing around. No, no, not quite. Not ex-boyfriend. You would think, right? That seems to be like the, the A common. A drunk, uh, out-of-the-picture father. No, no, her father was in the picture. As a matter of fact, he was a police officer. Oh boy! So he was he was very very much in the picture. Yes. Um, yes. No, I was a teacher. A teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A teacher was touching her inappropriately. No. And she said, you know, hashtag me too, and you fucking jumped right up there. No. Blasted him right in the beak again, along with with your purpose in in your high school life. No, this this was not valiant at all. Uh, she. 
She got benched in a softball game. She, she got hit with a bench. No. Oh. No, she was benched in a softball game. Like, hey, you suck at softball. Sit on this bench. Yeah. And from the stands <laughs> came a, a man on a white horse. No, I, I allowed it to fester for, for during the game. So here's here's the story. So I, I, I dated this girl, and um, she was she was very athletic. She was actually she was good at softball, and they had senior night, and it was the one game that the girls' softball team got to play under the lights in a local park attached to the high school. Um, well, this coach, who was a complete piece of shit, I despised this guy. From my whole tenure in high school playing sports, he always coached female sports, which says a lot about him, in my opinion. Yeah, he's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think he was a fucking... He's a pedophile. Um, so I always had like a, a real bad taste in my mouth for this guy. Um, fast forward to senior year. Um, obviously, I'm at this game. And it's under the lights. It's this a lot of pomp and circumstance. And, you know, her, her parents are there. Everybody's family's there. It's a, it's a big event. And what does this coach do? Let's her play like two innings and then pulls her. And, dude, I lost my fucking mind. What position did she play? I don't even remember. Okay. I don't remember. She's like insignificant. You know, like now, like yeah. in retrospect, insignificant. It's just the story that just like that has a hole burned in my brain. Um, so pulls her from the game, dude. And in high school, I had the worst temper and I fucking lost it. I lost it to the point where they had to kick me out of the park. So, wow. yeah. So they boot me from the park. So wait, this was, okay. So she gets benched. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the sidelines. Like on the outside of the fence. Right. They pull her. And now she comes out. She's crying. Right. And she's like, they took me out of the game. That, this is that it's, it's her last like game. The craziness in you. Dude, I fucking lost it. All so I did probably, was see red. I picture you pacing like back and forth for a couple innings, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mumbling. Maybe it starts with just pacing. A lot of shit under my breath. Mumbling. And then the mumbling gets louder. Like a geyser. Okay. And then eventually we erupt. And uh, like oh, what do you what do you do? I start fucking screaming. Okay, from across, like through the fence at this guy. Yeah, maybe like 20 feet away. Just screaming overall, like nothing directed at this guy. Right. Just overall, you know, the fact that she got pulled from the game. So now they have to stop the game. The game now is paused in order to remove me from the park. So you were so disruptive on the other side of a fence. Yep, that they had to stop the game and tell me to leave. Not ask me to leave. They told me to leave. So I had a buddy of mine who I played baseball with, this kid Lance. He had a car. So he's like, come on, let's get you out of here. He's a real cool guy. So he's like, let's get you out of here. So he ends up taking me in the car. And uh, we were all supposed to go out afterwards. So we were going to pick up my girlfriend at the time. And then we were all going to go out, like, you know, whatever, get like ice cream or shit like that. So he takes me back to the high school. And now we're parked at the high school, right where eventually, once the game is over and the girls get on the bus and come back to the high school, we're parked right where the bus parks. All right? So she'll hop off the bus, theoretically, jump in the car. Well, she would go in, she would change, and then she would just meet sure. us right there. It would just, you know, logistically, it worked out perfectly. So now we're parked there. I'm Obviously, I'm in the front passenger seat. It's just me and my buddy Lance in the car. And uh, as the bus lets out, all the girls get off. I see my girlfriend at the time. She's crying as she goes Still. back in. Oh, very upset. So... The last person off of the bus is the coach. And as the coach is walking, he sees me sitting in the car right there. Now, in his hands, if if you played sports, not you, but anybody listening, like especially like especially baseball or softball, they used to have to tack the bases down if they weren't the like baseball bases tend to be like a big heavy base and it had a spike in it that you would put into right. a hole in the field. The girls were different. They used to actually have to hammer it would have like a tag on the bottom that you would have to hammer a spike into the ground in order to uh, to secure the base. So if you slid into it, it doesn't kick the base all over the place. 
So he comes walking up to the car that I'm sitting in with one bass in his hand and a hammer. And he starts telling me, you know, he starts yelling at me. He's like, look, if, if you don't get out of here, you know, this is going to be a problem. I'm going to make sure that I explain to the principal how you made a scene at the field. And I said, if I don't get out of here, if you don't get out of here, I'm going to step out of this car. I'm going to take that hammer that you have in your hand. and I'm going to cave your fucking face in. Probably shouldn't have said that. Now, before the, this seeing him again, had you come back down or were you still No, nah, dude, I was fucking, I was up. So Lance didn't do a good job bringing nope, you back. Nope, 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 nope. Did nope. he feed it? No, 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 no. Okay. He wasn't that type so of guy. So he just wasn't He was good trying at... to calm me down. He just couldn't. No, no, it had nothing to do with him. This was all me. I can't put any of this on him. Okay. This was just my mentality in high school, dude. I was zero to 100, and I went to 100 really fast. And once I got there, I stayed there okay. until I got some sort of blood from a stone. And then that allowed me to come back down. So I ended up threatening to kill this teacher. Allegedly. That's how he interpreted right, it. Right, yeah. And um, yeah, they wanted to expel me. And I had never been in trouble before. And I had gotten along really well with the principal. And this guy was a guidance counselor. And I had wrestled in high school. And my wrestling coach was the head guidance counselor. And luckily enough, my coach, long story short, was able to smooth things over with this guy and uh, prevent me from getting expelled. And I ended up getting one day of in-school suspension that I got to hang out with the principal. And it turns out that he was like one of the coolest fucking dudes. You know? So. Did you call in-school suspension ISS? No. We just called it in-school suspension. We weren't cool like that. Acronyms. And you know me in acronyms. I don't fuck around with that. In-school suspension. So I spent one day of in-school. I had to do a, uh, a mediation session. It was me, the principal, my wrestling coach, and this guy. And we just had to talk it out. How'd that go? It actually... I had calmed down by that point because that was like, you know, a couple of days right. later. Um, obviously, word now gets back to this girl's parents. Her parents don't want her dating me. And uh, long story short, she ends up, uh, after school was over, we graduated. She went to high school, uh, I'm sorry, she went to college, rather, down in Maryland. I went to college out in Long Island. And, uh, yeah, she ended up cheating on me. So it ended up, ah, it worked out in the long run. Bye, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never, uh, I never had to defend anyone's honor. I don't think. Yeah, I got nothing for that one. I have no no retort. That might have been that might have been one of only two times that I've just completely raged in a relationship. One obviously now towards in like an exterior influence and one was directed at the female herself. Right. So, we'll get to that. That'll be my your closing my cherry, argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your closing argument. Yes. Um, it was weird having relationships back then. Cause like you said, there was no cell phones and if you had issues with a house phone, like you couldn't use it or God forbid you had, you know, dial up internet, you had, oh, to, make, you had to make a very tough choice. Um, so school was really the only place, um, that you could spend time with these girls. Like the chances of you finding and maintaining a relationship with a girl from a different school. Mm was I mean almost impossible I would think. Um I mean I even we didn't even get beepers. I know they existed. I beepers were around like the late eighties, I think, right? Yeah, I had a beeper in high school. Yeah, I and got I was my in first the, that was like the mid nineties. Yeah, I got my first beeper around the same time. Right. Ninth grade, maybe tenth grade. But even then, like you had to be near a phone to use it. Yeah. So um 
I have to pee. Okay. This this lull is like the perfect time. Yeah, let's pee. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you've uh, you've told a lot of stories about how your relationships have ended, uh, but not that you you yourself have broken up with people. Do you have any good? I'm dumping you. Yes. And it's funny because I've always, dude, I've always had a hard time breaking up with girls. And I've just like dragged out relationships. Right. You know, just for the sake of, it's got to get better. You know, obviously there was something there in the beginning to to date this person. So it's got to get better. There was this one girl I had met through a, uh, through a friend of mine who went to, uh, my buddy went to the University of Delaware. So I'd gone down there a couple of times because I had already been used to driving down to, to Maryland because I, my high school girl, she had gone to school in Maryland. So fucking Delaware. Delaware was like half the distance. Um, and by this point, I had already drank my way out of college. So I was free. Dartmouth, right. Yeah, yeah, when I went to Dartmouth. So I had nothing going on. So long story short, I ended up uh, hooking up with this girl um, who I know we kind of joked around before when we were talking about the whole fuck, marry, kill thing, but she was like the, the jasmine of my life. She okay. was the, the super wealthy because her father was the president of one of the divisions of DuPont. Ah, the DuPont Corporation. <laughs> yes, Saya Baby has three heads. Welcome to the DuPont Corporation. We're like the real life Umbrella Corporation. So, <laughs> super wealthy. Like super wealthy. Their house, if I had to guess conservatively, my, my parents' my parents' house is probably, I think my parents' house is like 2,800 square feet. And I could have fit almost four to five of my parents' houses into this house. This house had to be almost 15,000 square feet. It was a compound. It was tremendous. So I'm like, wow, this is it. I'm going to find a way to fall in love because this chick is loaded. And uh, that, that, that didn't last very long. Um, I realized very quickly that she had horrendous breath. Horrendous. Like halitosis, like it's a condition? But you, I guess you probably wouldn't. You, you call it halitosis. I call it somebody shit in her mouth. Okay. And I had to try to deal with it. And it was horrible. Did she smoke cigarettes? Is that? Yeah, but dude, I, I smoke cigarettes. And you know how the, like, you know, you smoke and somebody else smokes, you, it, cancels it cancels it out. It out right, you you yeah. can't even tell. Nah, dude, th- there, was something, there was something medically wrong. You would think DuPont would be able to come up with some sort of coating that they could put in her mouth. Ah, come here, young lass. Take the smell away. Take this to get rid of the smell. <laughs> Boric acid <laughs> from the DuPont Corporation. It was horrendous. And I guess she was cool, you know. I mean, I was jackassing it to fucking Delaware to see this girl. And I don't know Bad if it was... Bad breath a- getting you down? <laughs> Floss with an aluminum baseball bat from the DuPont Corporation. <laughs> so, so I, I, I realized that I had had enough with this girl. Um, she'd come over to uh, to my house, so she drove up to, to Jersey where now, I was living uh, at the on. time. Yes. Have you ever dropped hints that, like, no. you smell that? No, no. At that point, like my meanness was over. I think I learned my lesson from my uh, from my alleged threats. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I might as well fucking tone it down a little bit. By then, I really wasn't drinking like a fish. So I had a little subdued. Okay. You know, my temper was starting to fade away. I was getting older. By older, I mean I was probably twenty. Yeah, right. it's not like I was old, old and wise. Um, so she'd come up. Uh, she'd come up to my house, and I had already had it in my mind that I was breaking up. So I had called. 
my two buddies who I had mentioned in my introduction story, my, my friend Tyler and Noah, oh, no. uh, we were going to play we were gonna play D and D, and I, I had already told them, "Dude, I'm breaking up with this girl. She's coming to the house. I'm gonna break up with her, and we're gonna go ahead and play." So I was like, "But, dude, you gotta pick me up because at the time I didn't have a car." So this girl drove to my house, and we had a conversation. I was probably wearing a mask, which is fucking horrible. And uh, the conversation starts with her crying in my bedroom and leading her down the stairs because now I'm getting phone calls. So I'm like, uh, "Hold on, excuse me. I'm sorry." Um, and I'm talking to my friend Tyler. I'm like, oh, you're on your way? All right, just just give me five minutes. Yeah, 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 five minutes. That's all I need. Oh, okay. In okay. front of her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because the conversation had already been started that the shit was over. Right. Um, so now she is in her car, parked in my driveway. I'm, I couldn't be more clear in breaking up with her. Like, look, this isn't working. All right? I'm sorry you had to come up all this way. Now you got to drive home. I, I feel really bad. But look, this is just, it's just not working anymore. All right, this relationship is over. And not that I'm some prized catch, but she is bawling her fucking eyes out. And lo and behold, as she's crying, beep, beep, and pulling up is the DM. Is the, is the DM of my game that I'm dying to get to because I'm sure we left off at some cliffhanger, you know? Um, so now they're parked in the front of my house. This chick is in my driveway crying. I'm standing by her window and I'm leaning up against her car to a point where she now is cut off like her eyes can't see my eyes because it's cut off by the fucking right. the top of her car on the inside and I'm trying to look over my shoulder to see what my friends are doing and they are just laughing at me in the car like let's make this even more painful right. and I kept telling this girl I was like alright look you gotta go I'm, I'm leaving you gotta go I'm leaving they're making him do constitution saving throws yes, yes. charisma saving and throws I'm, I'm just throwing the <laughs> dice throwing the dice and she's not buying it I'm failing failing one after another and, uh, dude, she is just blown her. Why, why, why? And I'm like, yeah, no, this is over. I'm sorry. This is over. Dude, she would not leave my driveway. So you know who did leave my driveway? You. I did. I was hoping this was going to end this way. And I fucking, I just, I just left this girl. I just left this girl in her car crying. How long were you together? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a couple months. Maybe a year. And no, maybe oh, a couple okay. of months. Maybe a couple, few months. Mm. Eight months. Something like that. I don't think we hit a year. Okay. I don't think I dated her for so a year. So long enough to have a moment, but maybe we're over... Overreacting slightly, dude. I was just that good. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I no, probably not. Um, yeah, she, I guess, was uh, a slight over dramatization of the events that were unfolding. Aside from uh, her Jennifer Aniston pussy mouth, yes. How was the rest of her? She had jam. She had jam. She had yes. jam, not jab. Jam. Right. 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 Yeah. From I mean, what she was, you know, in shape. It's not like uh, I wouldn't. I really, to be honest, I I never went like hogging, as the kids say. You know, my my, my profile for women is very like skinny. Like yeah. my wife is super skinny. You right. know, if she weighs a hundred pounds, I'd be damned. You know, yeah. she's just very thin, and that's always been like my my mo for the females. You know. So, I uh, I was scheduled for a one night stand. My first one night stand. I'm sorry. Hold on, you can't start a story that way. You were scheduled? Yeah. Like you called the office? <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind uh, yeah, of. Yeah. Pe pencil me in for Wednesday. A uh, girl that I worked with uh, okay. was into, hey, let's uh, let's get together and let's uh, let's let's fuck. And I was like, all right. Just out like that? I mean, the, the conversation evolved into that okay. over, over weeks. So there was a lot of flirtation going on at work? And no. You were just friends, like straight yeah. friends. Yeah. And then it was like, you know what? She wasn't particularly attractive. Uh, she was thin, but lots of um, 
blemishes, kind of stringy hair, not okay. from being unwashed, just like that kind of hair. Right, like right. Wispy, thin hair. Yeah. Um, big buck teeth. But she had all of her teeth. Yeah, uh, as far as I could tell. All right, yeah. sounds good. And we were just friends at work. Uh, I was working at the McDonald's at the time. Uh, it was my first job, so I was probably 15. Mm. I had to sign the release form. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 15, 16, now the conversation comes up. Hey, uh, you want to fuck? Just like that. Yeah, like Good. one night like hanging out with everybody after work. Yeah. I'm sorry? I was like, okay. Because that tells you she's a real clean, wholesome girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I was like, well... I've never done this before, so fuck it. Let's let's get in there. Let's <laughs> let's mobilize the troops. So uh, I went to her house. Her parents were out doing whatever parent things. Yeah. Um, and in school, her she was a couple years older than me. I don't remember how much older, but she was older. Mm. And everyone behind her back always called her hot dog. And. I never really knew why, nor did I really care. Well, I mean, that's that's easy. She was like Joey Chestnut. <laughs> she would go down to Nathan's yeah. for Fourth of July at the right. boardwalk in in Brooklyn. Yeah, Coney Island, right? Eat hot dogs. Yeah, she was she was like um, Unaki, that Unaki guy that eats all the hot dogs. Yes. Uh, why do I feel that's not what it was? No, uh, nope, nope, wasn't mm. that. So we get together and. Uh, like I was thinking, like okay, look, we're gonna watch TV. This is going to evolve. I get this. She's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And we go up the stairs into her room, right, right to the room. Yep. So all right, we'll watch TV in her room, maybe. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We'll slowly meander our way through this weirdness. Uh, and I don't care who you are, dude. Like, it's not like the like your first time is awkward, no matter what. And the fact that this is like a business transaction, I'm like, this is fucking weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. So uh, she's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not sure if that's what she actually said, but more or less, yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right. Yes, madam. <laughs> I'm here to serve. Yes. Uh, so now I'm getting excited. I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. Hell yeah. Uh, so we unbuckle the pants, and her pants come off, and dude. Mm-hmm. The quintessential raw hot dog smell what? emits from her crotchal stop region. It. Stop it. Stop. And it's not like it's slowly wafting out. And it starts with like a, like if somebody, like you're, you're in a car with someone and someone sneaks a fart. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of get traces of it. Like, did somebody yeah. fart? Yeah, and then that, like test Maybe run. it hits you, maybe it doesn't. Right. This was like the scent climbed into a rocket and went right to my face. Right to my face parts. Like no dodging it. Right. Like the, the the pants come off. Why not? Like three times a week. And he's not used to this. Can't yet. get used to it. Chief of border security. At least he's alert. You think he's gonna pee on her tires? Of course he is. Let's see. Oh the tail's going. Now yeah, it's that person that you see three times a week. Yep. That's awesome. Um so there is no slow release. Real, real quick, which yes. tire do you think he's going to pee on? Uh, the uh, I'm going to go right rear. I was about to say rear passenger. No shit. Yep. All right. Uh, so, so the pants come off. The now hold on. So as she's unbuttoning, 
Mm-hmm. Is this like, is she doing it like sensually or she's just looking to dive right in and, and get I, fucked? No, no, no. This is all like, this is very matter of fact. And okay. I think it's because she knows that her vagina smells like raw hot dogs. And the only way she's uh. going to get this is to find young gentlemen like myself who may or may not have uh, ever um, felt the embrace of a woman. Ah, uh, okay. Did she's, you, like a, she's like a predator. Did, did you smell any gentleman <laughs> caller at the front of her house? Ah, she puts them out for her favorite bow. <laughs> Gentleman Oscar Maya. <laughs> uh, and like it wasn't even a good quality hot dog. It was like that bar five or bar S or whatever the fuck. Ew, what you know? the fuck? <laughs> it wasn't like high grade, you know, high grade uh, ballpark. You know? Were you like, is there a window open? Is somebody grilling? No, because it was that raw smell. And like... People are imagining the hot dog smell when you're cooking a hot dog. Yeah. I implore you, if you're listening, to open up a package of raw hot dogs without cooking them and sniff the package. It is a decidedly different smell. Oh, it's totally different. It's like because the hot dog still has like that slime. Yeah. And you you think you know what that smell is. And you do, but Mm. it's overridden in your memory of grilled hot dogs. Right, right. Or like the dirty water dogs in the city. Yes. Smell the raw hot dogs and remind yourself. He's, that is coming from a vagina. He's at the back. Here we go, baby. Come on. You got this. Right got rear. This. Right rear. Come on. Don't the, let me oh down. Shit. He, I made eye contact with him. Nope. Damn. Nope. <sighs> you let me down, right. buddy. All right. We got time. Uh, yeah, dude. It was... It, How do you overcome that? You don't, is the answer. Really? I remained a virgin. So, so that pungent... Dude, it was the most uncomfortable, awkward. I am not now the person I was then. Right. I am okay with now. I uh I am not a scurred to be a dick. Right. Back then, I you know, I I was nice. I was a nice boy. Yeah, of course. You don't want to let anybody down hurt their feelings. Right. Yeah. And the bad breath thing. I would never be able to bring that up. Today? Right. Yeah, whatever. Smells like a possum died in your face. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, so she's laying on the bed. The pants come oh, off. So you let it get that far. So the pants are off. The undies come off. Everything is off. Yeah, the chastity belt unbuckled. Uh, it got the key. Yes. Yeah, taken off. And dude, like now she's just laying there. And if it was today, I feel like she'd be on her phone, Instagramming or tweeting, like just staring it up. Just okay, come on, let's go. Yeah, just waiting for you to to. Slide in there. Right. Okay. So already this is very bizarre for me. And now I get this smell. And it, the first thing, I don't think I said it out loud, but I, at minimum, I remember thinking, that's why. Why she was so open to inviting you over to... No, the name Hot Dog. I was like, that's why. Ah, uh, yes. Because it took a couple seconds of smelling this thing, and it did not go away. I don't know if that's like a hold on, like a yeast infection in perpetuity. I, I so have no idea. It's not like the smell was trapped within the the confines of the clothing, right? And she forgot she, to use her man pond. And right, right, right. So once it wafted, it would dissipate in the air, dude, eventually was, go away like a fart. It was just there, a consistent smell. So now, while this is going on, and she's like beginning to undress, I, I would think initially, right? She takes her top off first, or she go right to the pants. No, I think just pants. Yeah, see, so she knew. Yeah. She was feeling you out. That's yeah. what it was. She was trying to, to gauge your interest if you can get past the uh, right. the hot dog She barrier. found out. 
She found out. Yeah. So what happened? So now she's laying in bed. She's naked. Uh, half naked, yeah, from bottom oh, down. So she doesn't even take the top off. She's I don't really think so. She's I, really I don't, testing you. I don't remember her having a whole lot to work with, uh, in the in the breast department. Mm. Um, can't remember. Uh, all I all I all I remember is the bottom half being nude and the smell of raw hot dogs assaulting oh. me from every direction. That is gross. And I I tried, man. I tried to soldier on, and. Eventually, I just threw up in your mouth. I I don't think I actually said anything worthwhile. I think it was just like zipper went down, zipper went up. Dude, and I don't think I got that left. far. I think because I was I was removing the clothes. Oh, so you, all right, so, so you're assisting. Yeah, so I'm I pull everything off because I'm like you know I'm like in there pulling shit off. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it I hit you, and back. now you have to back up. Yeah, so so you're like a boxer. Right. <laughs> yes. I don't so, say anything about it at first. And then I go back in like, oh, that was fucking weird. Mm. And I'm like, oh. Uh. And I just, I just, I got up. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. That's and it. You, you fucking, you threw in the towel right then. You were done. Yeah. And I walked home. Did you ever see her again? Well, you worked with her. Yeah. So how did Nothing that happened. Because she knew. Yeah. Because this has happened to her probably numerous times before. Yeah. Now, if I was in her situation, you know what I would do? I would wait until like three o'clock in the morning. I would go outside naked, and I would shove my hose <laughs> in my vajayjay and turn it on and flush out whatever dead matter is in there. Or I don't know, this bathe is a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. I don't think it's a bathing thing because she didn't. She wasn't dirty. Okay, she just you know, had, she a, had a, a clean problem. house. She had a. She appeared to be clean. She was ugly. And I figured, like, that's kind of, like, what this is about. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's gross. She had jab. She had jab. Yeah. Another one. Another one felt falling victim to the, to the jab syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a terrible thing. We don't want to lose women to the jab syndrome. That, that's horrible for guys. And the only other girl... Check that. The only girl that I broke up for for, like, crazy shit was this girl Stephanie and she was super cute um another goth kind of a chick mm. um she's actually the one who introduced me to one of my favorite bands now KMFDM so i spent the night at her house her parents were away so i spent the night at her house and i'm thinking like something's going to happen Hell nothing yeah. happened but in the morning it's time for breakfast uh, so I was sleeping on the couch. She was upstairs in her room. Whatever. It's the first time we slept in the same... Whatever. I'm not going to stress out about that. Uh, it's time for breakfast. And she has mm-hmm. uh, breakfast cereal. She has breakfast cereal. Yeah. We'll call it um, Honey Nut Cheerios for brevity. And she gets uh, a bowl. Two bowls, one for myself, one for her. So I take the, the bowl, I place it in front of me, and I stop me if you've heard this uh, process before. Right, right. I've, I grab the box of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, and I pour them into the bowl. I then fill the bowl with milk, and I proceed to eat my cereal. Okay. To my horror, I look across the table at her, and she has a bowl filled with milk. Okay. Just a, just milk. A bowl of milk. That she then pours the cereal into. No. 
That would have been weird enough, and that yeah. would have bugged me enough. Nope. She takes another bowl. So there's three bowls on the table, two people, and she fills that bowl. She has a younger sister that's nope. coming to join you for Just breakfast. Just the two of us. She fills that bowl halfway full of Honey Nut Cheerios. She takes her spoon, and she digs her, her tiny little spoon into the cereal and removes one Cheerio and dips it in the milk and takes a bite. Goes back in, one Cheerio, dips it in the milk, takes a bite. And now, dude, I, I'm sitting there with, like, the spoon in my, in my little paw with the milk dripping into the bowl just staring at her. Are you fucking with me right now? This has now? to be a joke. What? Oh, this is how I eat everything like this, like cereal and soup. How? Wait, how do you eat soup like that? Uh, oh, when I have a bowl of soup, I get a bowl of oyster crackers. You know those ones that look like little pentagons? Right, right. One cracker at a time. And I literally, I put my spoon down. I slid the bowl. Yes. I stood up and said, I can't do this. And I walked out. <laughs> Did you then call the government and out her as a communist? <laughs> I broke up with this girl because of the way she ate breakfast cereal. Dude, that's fucking weird. Yes. Now, at the time, I wasn't wise enough or hip enough to uh, the way the world works to really put it together. Looking back at it now, like, I obviously, like, this girl has some kind of OCD issue. At the yes. time, I was like, I, I, I'm laughing to myself walking home saying, I just broke up with a pretty hot girl because of the way she eats cereal. Yeah, but OCD or not, like, there's only certain things that you're able to tolerate in a relationship because, you know, when, when not to get all serious about this, but, like, obviously when you start dating somebody in, in, in the back of your mind subconsciously, this is a test run to see if you're compatible with that person for, you know, future long-term relationship, children, things like that. Dude, you cannot live with somebody like that for the rest of your life. No. She would do everything like that. Right. And that would be horrible. Imagine just like laundry. Like, how does laundry work in her tiny? She probably mind? washes one shirt at a time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, laundry back takes then, a week. Back then, I wasn't. I, I wasn't wise enough to like extrapolate this information to the wider world. Right. Looking back on it now, I can only imagine like the everyday fucking insanity that people would have to deal no, with. No, it would be fucking stupid. But you're like instinctively, you 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 prevailed because yes. you saw what was going on and you got yourself out of a horrible situation. Right. OCD or not. Uh. Now, I understand that we both have like a uh, like a piece to resistance. Oh man, I got so many other story. good ones though. We're we're going we're going to have to do a part 2 because we're already pushing 2 hours. All right, we'll we'll do we'll do a part 2. Uh unless there's one that you can't live without. I I I I do like the club story. Fuck yeah, that is. A All right, I'll tell the club story. You do your piece de resistance, and then I'll do mine, and then we'll wrap well, the show. Do on. the club story, and then we'll roll to see who goes first. Ooh, that's even better. All right, so I'll make the club story really quick. Um, th there was uh, a few years that in in my youth that I really enjoyed going to uh, to clubs in the city. I was just fascinated by like trance music and and house music, and you know, shoegazing. Shoegazing. I was big into shoegazing. <laughs> just kidding. Um. I had gone, there were a couple of people who I worked with at this job that I had at the time that they were throwing a birthday party, and they ended up renting out the VIP section at the Roxy in Manhattan. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in. So we get all dressed up, you know, I'm getting ready to go to the club. Uh, that club doesn't exist anymore. I don't, I don't know if the Roxy is around. I doubt it. I haven't How checked is it the, spelled? Oh, R-O-X-Y. So, um, so we end up all getting together at a friend of mine's house, and uh, they rented a bus. So we take this bus, we go into the city. Um, you know, it's like a party bus. 
So we take the bus into the city. Now we're hanging out at the club. We got the uh, we got the VIP. And dude, I'm not into doing drugs. And a lot of these clubs, that might be it. Yeah. Um. So a lot of these clubs, you you go to these fucking like you know tunnel and limelight and uh, sound factory. These were places back in like the '90s that that I enjoyed going to. Uh, again, I like the vibe of it. So, um, so we're at the club and we're up in the VIP and you know, whatever shit's going on. So I end up dipping out of the VIP and okay. I, I go down to where the, uh, the common folk were and the way the, uh, the dance floor was at the Roxy, there was this section where you would take a couple of steps down to get to the, like the main dance floor where most people were. So I'm just sitting on the dance uh, on the, on the stairs rather. I don't, I don't dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. So, um. So I'm sitting on the stairs, and huh, I'm just watching people dance. I'm having a good time. I got a drink in my hand. I'm drinking. You know, I'm fucking half drunk already. And uh, like I said, I'm just having a good time. And lo and behold, here comes this girl. She comes. She sits down next to me. She's like, oh, hey, what's going on? So we start talking. So we don't know this girl. I have no fucking idea right. who this is. This is just probably some fucking drunk. You're fucking or, big leaguing a little bit. Or high girl and, right. in the club, you know? And she so you're big leaguing. She bites. Well, this is this is like back when, and I'm sure people still do it, but like this is back when like ecstasy was like really at its peak. And, okay. And from what I understand, like you take ecstasy, like it really makes you want to fuck. Yeah. You know, you just get very horny and like you want to be very touchy. It's very, you know, it's like a material you, you want to yeah. touch. So uh, anyway, this girl comes. She sits down next to me. And uh, she's like, oh, what's going on? So we start talking, whatever. And I'm like, whatever, let me throw this out there. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm, uh, I'm up in the VIP. You want to come up? And eyes pop. Yeah. Okay. So I take her by the hand. We walk upstairs. Now, the way the VIP was, you would go up there, and it was like this narrow kind of corridor, and they had a bar on the one side. And then it would lead you into this back room. And the back room was very cool. It was like candlelit. It had these really cool couches tables in there candles you know it was th like the ambiance was very neat so we go into this room and uh you know we're hanging out and hanging out leads to making out and then the next thing i know she starts gyrating oh i'm like yes, yeah here we go yes this is it the motor's running i'm in this is it um so she's gyrating and then all of a sudden like she stops she pulls away from me and now she's looking around like frantically I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she looks down at the table that was next to the, the seating area that we were in. And she grabs a cup that was sitting on the table and proceeds to throw up in it. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. So I'm like, are you okay? Is your name Hot Dog? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> are you okay? And she tries to lean in to continue making out. Ooh. And... <laughs> Hello, DuPont. Yes, yes. I need help. <laughs> DuPont calling. Hello. I end up face palming her. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not going anywhere near that. Why don't you just sit back and relax for a little bit? So she sits back. I get up and I leave her there. And what do I do? I go to the bar, grab myself a drink. Looking for round attempt, two. Attempt number two. Attempt number two. So I go back outside. I go back down to the seat. I'm like, fuck, this seat's lucky. So I got my drink in my hand. I go right back down to the steps that lead down to the dance floor. And I'm just sitting there watching. I'm enjoying the music. I'm getting drunk. And uh, lo and behold, girl number two comes walking up, sits right down next to me. You good? Yeah, okay. Really? Why? Hey, congratulations, bro. So, uh, 
sits down next to me. Hey, what's going on? We get to talk him. And I say, hey, I'm up in the VIP. I'm up in the VIP. You want to come up? Eyes pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go up. Because the VIP was known. Like, you get free drinks up there. Yeah. If you're in there, you're, you're getting free drinks. So I take her up to the VIP, get a drink, go into the back room. And now we're sitting down on the couch. Girl number one is passed out drunk on a chair. And here I am making out with girl number two. You're like a necromancer. You're just <laughs> building bodies. <laughs> so, and then that was, uh, that was my night. Did that she was... have a problem with this corpse? <laughs> I, I didn't tell her about it. I wasn't like, hey, this is the last girl I brought up. Right, here. but uh, she would... must notice this fucking... No, it was just some dude. Uh, back, in, back in that time, like you're looking at like the, the late 90s, like 70% of these people were fucking high. You know, I remember going to, uh, there was a rave I had gone to one time out in Pennsylvania and psycho pregnant people were showing up and then doing drugs and going into labor in the middle of the rave, like having babies at the rave, like EMS paramedics are coming in and girls are delivering babies. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross because people don't know how to control themselves. Right. So at that point, like, dude, it was like a free for all. Like people just expected everybody to be fucked up. It was just pure craziness, and uh, you know, at the time, it was a lot of fun. In retrospect, I'm like, these fucking, this is like stupidity. Like right. these, these people are crazy. But whatever. Shit. That was uh, that was a couple of summers. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, just hanging out with some fucking drunk chick who just threw up in a cup ten minutes ago. Like this is fucking. Lunacy. You could have made a ton of money on YouTube by doing that now. Oh, filming that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But then there's the whole Me Too thing. I would have had to get like signed waivers. You probably would have had like you probably missed that margin by about like five years. Mm. Yes. Like if you had beaten out two girls one cup with oh shit one girl's stomachs Ugh. one cup. No, nothing beats out two <laughs> girls in one cup. True. That that is that is horrendous. All right, so let's uh, let's roll with advantage. Roll with advantage. Yeah, whoever gets the higher with advantage. Are you sure you don't have any 12s in there? They're both 20s. You, you son of a bitch. You, you relax. What are you rolling? Two different dice? You roll two dice? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm scared. Nah, I think you got me. 14. I also have a 14. Oh, we got to do it again. Okay. All right. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Oh, I, I have to have this because you didn't recharge with Glenn. No, you got me. You don't know that. 15. Glenn gave me a 2. This dice gave me a 17. Well done. Thank you. I rolled a 15 and a 1. All right. I'll, I'll try to be as, as brief as possible with this story. Okay. This is, this is my fun story. So I had... Um, my clubbing days were over. Um, I, I had to be like 22. <laughs> so... Maybe maybe 21. So I met this girl. Her name was Jamie. She was like a friend of a friend. I had a friend who was a DJ. That's how I connected with this guy through my, my clubbing days. And anyway, I ended up meeting this girl. And we started dating. She lived in, uh, she lived in the town that I lived in. But she was going out to uh, Arizona, University of Arizona okay. is where she went to school. At the time, my brother was in the Marine Corps. He was stationed down at Camp Pendleton. Now, for everybody out there, this is the first time I'm telling the story to Brian. So this is going to be fun for everybody out there to hear. Uh, for Brian to hear for the first time and for my wife to listen and laugh her ass off because she loves this. So <clears throat> so now I decide I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to go out to Arizona. I'm going to see this girl who I was dating at the time and then we're going to take a road trip. We're going to drive 
because she had a nice car. She had an Acura. Ah. An Integra. Yes. Mm. We were going to drive. Did from it have there. the flaming eyeball package? No, 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 no names on the on the on the upper part of the dashboard of the windshield. So we decided that we were going to drive from uh, from where she lived in Arizona. We were going to go out to Camp Pendleton, where my brother was stationed with his wife at the time. So it was about a six hour drive. Now you guys are technically still dating. This we are like dating long distance. This, yeah, because again, okay. she she lived in the town basically where I lived. You know, so well, we were close. In college, but now okay. she's in college. Right. So you know, I was like, oh, okay. So we, we had dated for the summer. She had gone away to college down in Arizona. You had started dating in the summer. Correct. So we dated okay. the, at the beginning of the summer. So we so dated, we're a few months into the relationship. But I had known her. Okay. It, gotcha. It's not like I just met her. We started dating. So I had known her through a mutual friend, right? right? So DJ. now we start dating, right? The DJ. So now we start dating. We have the entire summer. Now she leaves. She goes to school. Um, we plan a vacation for me to go out there. So. I take the flight. What was she going to school for? Do you remember? I don't even know. Okay. I don't even know. Um, I just remember her face, and her face has one of those those looks that just makes you want to punch it. Now or always? Probably always. Okay. Probably always, now that I think about this. But now, definitely, like more so than ever. So, um, um, so I fly out there. She picks me up at the airport. It takes me back to her place. Now, we had spent maybe like two nights at her place before we were going to make this trip out to California. So we get in her car, road trip, six hours, all right, which is a beautiful drive. Like you drive through Yuma, and then you go through like these like real kind of mountainous. And the mountains out there, obviously, are a lot different than the mountains up near us. Like it's very rocky and shit like that. So very cool landscape, right? So we finally get to uh, we get to the base. My brother meets us. He checks us in. And uh, so now we stay there for a couple of days. So my brother, who was... At the time, he still is, but um, very big into grilling. So they decided they're going to grill. So okay. we're all hanging out. Now, she obviously was in school, so she was studying. So she was kind of off to the side, and she's got her books and shit like that, and she's studying. And we're all hanging out. We were all big into drinking, you know, so we're just partying, having a good time. Except for her. Except pretty much for her. Yeah. So she's buried in the books. Me and my brother, you know, my brother's a Marine, so big big drinkers. And um, so we're partying. We're having fun. My brother's grilling up some food. He makes some, you know, burgers or whatever and some corn. So we're sitting at the table, and, you know, I, I got a couple in me. We're all sitting at the table. It's me, my brother, my girlfriend at the time, and my sister-in-law. And now my brother starts taking the food, and he serves the food. So he puts oh, this fucking bitch. He puts the corn down on her plate. Like corn on the cob? Corn on the cob. Okay. And what does this fucking bitch do? She takes her plate. She moves my plate. She takes her plate and slides it in front of me, and she tells me, cut my corn. I said, excuse me? What? She's like, yeah, cut my corn. Like, I'm her slave. Like, cut my corn. Like, she wanted me to take a knife and stand the corn upright and cut the kernels. Don't eat it like a fucking normal human being. Who does that? Other than, like, a baby. This fucking cunt. So, she tells me to <laughs> cut my corn twice. And I look at her, like, sideways. I'm like, cut your own fucking corn. Dude, and I threw the corn over her, back at her. And now you can only imagine, like, it is just dead silence at this table. <laughs> my brother's looking at her like, who the fuck? What is going on? My sister-in-law's looking at me like, wh what kind of fucking loser did you bring into my, my apartment? Dude, cut my corn. Have you ever had a girl tell you to fucking cut? Like, are you fucking, like, what are you, two? You need me to cut your fucking food for you? Are you sure she didn't mean, like, in half? No, dude. She wanted me to cut the kernels <laughs> off of the corn. Now, keep in mind that 
in my my memory, I recall there being two corn cob holders yeah, the on the plate. Spiky things that you stab in. Plug there. them motherfucker things in either end of the corn. Pick it up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I rolled three. All right, so you have those motherfucker things in there. The motherfucker things are on the plate. She refuses to put them in because now usually, like I, I know some people don't like to eat the corn off of the cob, right? So, like, whatever, it gets in their teeth, people don't like it, so they'll take one of the, of the, why are you looking at me, you're squinty-eyed? Because fuck those people. Uh, dude, I agree, I'm not agreeing with them, I agree with you, but I'm saying if you want to remove the kernels from the cob, you would take the corn cob holder, plug it in one end, hold it upright, and, and then, then hang yourself. And then fucking choke yourself. <laughs> okay, so she, so she gets this plate of corn. Is, so I, I imagine... Tell mm-hmm. me if this scene seems accurate. She's in her book studying. Yes. This corn comes and yes. lands in front of her. She glances over it, looks at it. Cut my corn? Yep. And I said, excuse me? Cut my corn? Yeah. And then I do this. I take her plate and throw it at her with the corn. Are you sure it wasn't like a, hey, honey, can you cut my corn for me, please? No. I don't no. want to get shit on my book. No. No. No, it was not. Hey, can you please do How me a favor? How was the mood leading up to this? Yeah, everything was fine. Dude, the drive there was fine. Six hours in the car was great. We were listening to music. It was a good time. We had no problems whatsoever. No problems. Everything was Just great. Just out of the blue. Out of the blue. Cut my corn. Now, she had never done that to me before. And now, like, now I feel like you're doing this on purpose. Like, you're trying to show me up in front of my brother, like my family, my sister-in-law, you know? Like now I'm and dude, once I go red, I'm zero to a hundred. I'm learned in red. That. Yeah. You know? So I fucking lose it. And that was the end of that relationship. So that night, so I didn't talk to her after that. I fucking threw her plate back at her. Like and I told her, I literally said, Cut your own fucking corn. And she looked at me like I was Chinese. Like I was speaking some like Mandarin to her. Shaw Shaw. She she couldn't understand what I was saying. So she ends up cutting her corn. She puts her shit away. She cuts. She eats. It's dead silence at the table. Oh, you didn't have that dick like me there? No. So, uh, <clears throat> you like corn? No. No, because when I get fucking angry, I just, I'm, I'm like Or somebody stewing. starts playing co- the, the band corn. Life is peachy, <laughs> you know? No, I'm, I'm stewing in my juices right now. So that was it. The night goes on, you know? And by the end of the night, I told her, I said, yeah, this isn't working out. I think... The next day, we were leaving to go back to Arizona. So I said, you know what? This isn't working out. We're going to... Because my flight was either that night... No, no, no. My flight was two nights from then. Okay. So... So whatever. We end up... I break up with her that night in California. We still have to have a six-hour drive back. Then I have to spend the night at her house and then find a ride to get back to the airport. This isn't awkward. That was a tactical error. It was a big mistake. On my, <laughs> I should have just cut the bitch's corn and then just broken up with her at the airport. No, no. You don't have to cut the corn, but break up with her on uh, the way to the airport. Yeah, that's what I should have broken yeah. up with her. As soon as I'm on the plane, like I'm boarding, she's driving back to her dorm. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Cut your corn. Suck my dick. We're done. No, I broke up with her that night in California on a military base. So... How'd she take it? Not good. Oh, okay. Not good. Like, not good. Like, angry or not good? Not like, good, as in like hysterical, and then angry, and then hysterical, and then suicidal, and then oh. angry. It, very awkward. So, now I'm like, we have to get back. I have to get in the car with this bitch for six hours and drive back to Arizona. So, dude, they didn't have... I didn't have a fucking smartphone. Right. There was no smartphone. This had. To, this was before 2000. 
you know, so I didn't have a smartphone with nav that I plug in my fucking car, you know, so this was all by direction. So now I have to use a map myself to get back to a place that I've never been. All I have is her address. She's in the passenger seat crying in a pillow for six hours. Now, if you've ever driven between California and Arizona, it is very desolate. There's not a lot that goes on there. So we leave the base. We're driving back. Now, the way the, the, the highways are, they're all one-lane highways that connect California to Arizona, at least the route that we were going. I think we were on Route 5. Anyway. No, it wasn't Route 5. Anyway. Dude, it's so fucking amazing out there. Like, the scenery is great. You're driving along these, these stretches of highway that, are, again, are one lane with the dashed line, so you could pass at any moment. Like, you're, you're driving past, like, prisons that are in the middle of the desert, which is fucking hilarious. Like, nobody's breaking out of the prison yeah. because they'll die. Um, so there was this one point where I'm driving. Dude, and her car was fast. It was an Integra, and it was brand new, you know? And in front of me are two cars and a semi, like an 18-wheeler. So I'm driving, and now everybody's driving slow because the semi is fucking holding up traffic. And, dude, these fucking roads are as straight as an arrow. So here comes this car flying up behind me. It kind of docks behind me for a minute. It dips out. It looks at the oncoming traffic. It sees it. It's clear. And then it passes me, two cars in front of me, a gap, and then an 18-wheeler all in one shot. Oh, no. I'm like, fuck it. If this guy can do it, psycho me can do it. So this bitch finally pops her head out from crying and sobbing in her pillow. And now I'm like, all right, I'm going for it. I fucking gas it. I start passing these two cars. I get halfway through. I get halfway through the 18-wheeler. And dude, I am not kidding you, but probably two miles down the road, you see headlights. This chick loses her mind and starts yanking on the steering wheel. I'm now side by side with an 18-wheeler. And to my left is a drop-off into the desert. And she starts yanking on the steering wheel. So I have to slam on the brakes and then dock the car between the, steer, between the 18-wheeler and the car that was behind the 18-wheeler. Like, I just missed crashing into this 18-wheeler. Dude, and I fucking tee off on this bitch in the car. I just start screaming. What a dick. It's her car. Yeah. You know? But I tee off on her in the car. So now I'm screaming at her in the Listen, car. Listen, I've seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I know what could potentially happen if you get stuck underneath that 18-wheeler. You don't want to be underneath the 18-wheeler. No, 18 you wheeler. do not. No. I've watched Gleaming the Cube, which was a skateboarding movie, and they duck under the, the truck with their skateboards. I don't want to get put in a precarious situation. Sure. So after I'm done yelling at her and I find another gap, I end up passing the 18-wheeler. And from that point forward, there were no words until we get back to her place. And now I have to, I have to tough it. I got to tough it out. I got to stay at her place for one more night, which is bizarre because after her telling me to cut her corn, me throwing her corn at her, getting into a huge fight, breaking up with her in California, getting into her car, almost killing us on the way back, me scolding her like she was a fucking six-year-old child, and then driving back in pure silence, she invites me into her bed. For the last night, she's like, look, I know this relationship is over, but you, you want to sleep in bed with me? I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? I said, no, I'm going to sleep on the floor, and all I need from you is to just drive me to the airport in the morning. And surprisingly enough, she did, and after she dropped me off at the airport, I never heard from her again. There was no pleading or nope. last-ditch effort? No, I think she saw it in my face that I was 100%... Who dat? I don't know, some... Who that? I don't know. Number that's not my phone. Mm. I don't like those. 
No, we don't trust that. Nope. So anyway, so I ended up breaking up with this girl, and uh, <laughs> my wife gets a kick out of uh, cut your corn. So now every once in a while, whenever we have corn, Jen will fuck with me, and she'll be like, cut my corn, and she'll slide her plate over to me to cut her corn. And I said, don't you fucking start. Don't <laughs> we you know how this ended. We know how this ended. Don't you fucking start this shit. So That's so fucking weird. Dude, crazy. Well, dude, I would never ask another human being to cut my food. No. The only time that that would ever come up in a conversation is if I had a little child and my wife was like, hey, do me a favor, cut the baby's food. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Cut my food? Go fuck yourself. You have two hands. You have a mouth. Right. Hold the fucking knife like an adult. Cut your food. Aggravating. Aggravating. It's so weird. Yes. Dude, weird shit used to happen to me in relationships. It's very odd. And there's more, but again, we'll we'll get to that in a, in another episode if people are if people are into this. <laughs> Who knows? Very this cathartic. Yeah. You know? This might go off the rails quick. People might be like, what the fuck is going on with these two? It can't be just us. Look, either you enjoy this format or you, all you're doing is listening to the show for the for the role playing aspect. And I'm hoping it's both. Yeah. You know. Speaking of role playing. So, I was running with this D&D group. Uh, the same group, I think I told the story about how uh, I showed up with a case of beer and they wouldn't let me in because of a wall of invisibility or some shit. Right. <clears throat> Which is normal. I don't see why yeah. you had such a problem with that. So, uh, halfway through 10th grade, I, uh, I moved to this new school. 10th grade? Yeah, 10th grade. And... Within maybe a month, this girl starts uh, sniffing around. Ashley. She smells hot dogs. <laughs> or corn. Uh, this girl, Ashley. And Ashley is pretty cute. Um, I always had a problem with the way she smelled. She smelled like mm. overused laundry detergent. Overused, like she used way too much laundry detergent. Oh, like you were supposed to use like a like a quarter cup, but she used two cups, like the whole bottle. Like it was like oh, a, like an oppressive, like permeating through smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to smell good, and right. it should smell good, but it doesn't because of how overbearing it is. Okay, you think she was trying to mask something? No, 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 no. I think just it's just a weird. I don't know. I, 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 it's just something that sticks out about her. Okay. Uh, and she starts sniffing around. Where are you from? What kind of music are you into? All right. Well, we start striking up a fast friendship. And one day, this dude comes up to me. And this man has to be no less than 400 pounds. 400? Yeah, he is huge. He's a mountain of a man. Hmm. And he wears, uh, this is before Columbine, he wears a huge trench coat every day to work, uh, to school. Uh, one of those like suede dusters. Yes. What, what grade are you in at this time? Uh, halfway through 10th. Okay. And his name is Evan. Evan is Ashley's ex-boyfriend. Okay. So Evan comes up to me one day and just says uh, something to the effect of, so I understand you've been friendly with Ashley. Mm. Okay. 
Now, were you intimidated by this guy at the time? Uh, I don't remember if I was intimidated in the beginning or at the end. Okay. I, wanted, I, I think when I first met him, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. And that was when I started going into my death metal phase. Leather jacket, acid wash jeans, mm. cannibal corpse shirts. Chainmail. No, that was pre-chainmail. Oh, okay. All, all the other horse shit that goes along with uh, the death metal look. Uh... He's like, you know, I, I, you know, she's she's my former uh, mistress. Mm. Talking really fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like deep goth. Yes. Which I would imagine that's how you perceived it at the right. At the time. And I did not have that language as a proficiency, so I did not okay. understand deep goth. I'm like, this guy's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, fast forward maybe another month. Now we're officially dating. Oh, okay. And I thought it was bizarre. Looking back, there was plenty of red flags, but in the heat of the moment, I didn't notice. Um, everyone started coming to me, hey, are you dating Ashley? Like, not in a, dude, dude that's awesome. Hey, are you dating Ashley? Like, this concerned. Is, right, they're worried concerned. about you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she was like, she, like, she was good looking, so I'm like, mm, so what is, again, uh, hindsight being 2020, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, I'm dating her. So one day she tells me, "Hey, can you wear um oh no. Your uh your wrestling shirt." So there was a wrestling group uh, in the 90s known as D-Generation X in the WWF. D-Generation X. Right. Okay. Uh so their t-shirt was black with a big silver X across it and it said D-Generation with the X in the background. And on the back it said two words, suck it. That was like their catchphrase on wrestling TV. Now, I, I didn't follow wrestling, but I would see occasionally like uh, different things that guys would do. Were, were these the guys that in the ring they would do like the, the arm the cross thing? Chop. Okay. Yes, exactly. So I had this T-shirt. I got it from a live show, and I really just wore it like around the house. Um, like it wasn't really cool to wear wrestling shirts, right. especially to school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not that? eight. Right. Right. Can you wear that wrestling shirt? I, I really like the way it looks on you. Mm. Yeah, all right. Okay. I show up to school, and she's wearing the same shirt. Oh, this is adorable. You you and two are cute. I look. I'm. What the fuck? No, this is great. Like we're not in the group. We're we're not we're not pro wrestlers. Why are we both wearing? Why? You're what? Huh? What? Who? Why? <laughs> Red flag number two. Mm. All right. So uh, during the course of our relationship, I get approached by Evan again. Now, he is uh, one of the members of this D&D group. So I understand that you're dating Ashley. Yeah, Evan, I am. Yeah. Like now the the, the mystique and the, uh, the emo angst has worn off. You know, on an unrelated topic, are you aware that we engage in combat in the woods? What? So, you're associated with LARPers. Perhaps one night you'd like to join us Mm. in a round of combat. Like, is he threatening? Like, is he setting up a fight? Like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Who's we? I don't know. And I said, Evan... Are you suggesting you and I fight? Is that 
Is that what you're saying right now? Uh, because if you hit me, I better die. Because if I don't, I will <laughs> fucking kill you. I will get up and I will fucking kill you. Just something to consider. Okay. Okay. He eventually leaves us alone. And uh, this, I think, contributed to my, like, dude, the people in this town play D&D fucking weird. This is mm. way too much for me. So, uh, so this this is before you understood what the concept of LARPing was. Probably, yeah. I don't think I knew LARPing was a thing until probably fairly recently. Okay. Um, so you're thinking these fucking dummies are going out into the woods and, like, reenacting D&D, or they're actually going out there. This I, is, like, so their method I, of calling people I out to fight. I originally thought... D&D was LARPing before I knew what LARPing was. I thought you pretended to be these characters and while you can speak like them, like we do it for the show or whatever, um, I thought like you embodied these people. You wore fake armor. Yeah. The whole nine yards. I didn't realize that LARPing at the time was a different animal. Yeah, yeah. What I knew as D&D was a bunch of us getting together. Um, I probably wasn't drinking yet at the time. Uh, just playing a fucking game. Uh, these guys were like way like out of left field for me. Well, Ashley, um, Evan, Evan believed he was a vampire. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Repeat that. Evan, I, I Evan believe, uh, believed that he. Mm -hmm. 13. Evan believed that he was a vampire. Not only was he a vampire, he was the master vampire. Um, can I interrupt you really quick? Yes. How tall was Evan? A little shorter than me. Okay, and you're you're quite tall. Yeah. Um. I, I would, I would assume that you've watched a lot of movies in the vampire genre. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. Would it be safe to say over? <laughs> yes. Would it be safe to say over under twenty vampire movies? Um, like if I put the over under at twenty, what would you say? Barely under. Barely under. Okay, out of the eighteen or so, fifteen to eighteen vampire movies that you've watched, how many vampires were about six five four hundred pounds? None. Oh, okay. Okay. Were his mirrors in his home surrounded by garlic? <laughs> I never went to his home. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know what the real Dracul looked like. Oh. Maybe he was, you know. Maybe. Who knows? You never know. Who's okay. to say? So, I'm dealing with fucking weirdos. Yes. This, this one girl, not Ashley, but this one girl is telling me I can't bring beer into the room because there's a wall of protection. I got this fucking maniac who's challenging me to mortal combat, and he's fucking, he, he thinks he's a fucking vampire. Uh, these are fucking damaged people, in my estimation. It didn't end with them. Uh, so we're dating this, uh, this girl for mm -hmm. months, maybe. So you and Ashley are an item for months. A couple months, I would now, say. Now, would Ashley talk shit about these guys? Tepidly. Would you prevent Ashley from, from hanging out with them? No. You were okay if she went and, and yeah, did their little D&D thing? Yeah, because I didn't want to be that guy. Okay. Like, I had a girlfriend that was that guy. Right. You know, and she, was, she wasn't cool with me hanging out with my friends. And you had a girlfriend who was the guy. 
No, no, no. I'm saying I didn't want to be that guy, but right. she was that guy. She was okay with like taking me away from my friends. She was okay being like the controlling guy. Oh, I see, I see. Like girls okay. don't typically do that kind of shit. Right. Uh, more like a like a lifetime yeah, a, after school movie guy mm-hmm. does that shit. Uh so I didn't really care. I had no concern about this four hundred pound vampire. Right. Um vampire. So one night my parents are telling me that they're gonna go out to the mall and that they're willing to uh bring me out there. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, let me call Ashley and see if she's uh, she's available. She lived very close to the mall, like walking distance. Well, you got to be careful because it's nighttime now. There might be vampires at the mall. There very well could be vampires yeah, at could the be mall. a local coven. You got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I call her up. And she's like, hey, what's going on? Hey, listen, uh, my parents are going to bring me over to the mall. You want to uh, meet up? You want to hang out for a little bit? Of um, course. I can't. Oh, that sucks. She's working. All right. Well, yeah. Sorry. Is everything all right? Yeah, why is she so sad? Um I, I don't I don't want to tell you. You're gonna laugh. I'm not I'm not gonna laugh. She what? has her period. I'm thinking something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Promise you won't I'm not gonna laugh. All right. So she just did her toenails and the, the toe polish was paint. Um it was wet. Yes. Fuck. The toe polish was paint. Fuck me. And fuck me. So she got her, uh, she got Fuck. paint all over her toe polish. The toe polish is <laughs> fucked up right now. <laughs> yes. She put a fresh paint of coat right on that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, okay. I'm, I, I don't want to, it's not that I don't want to see you. I'm afraid something's going to happen to you. Like she's going to sexually ravage you. Oh, man. The fucking bring it on, baby. Come on, so, Ashley. Let's go. Are you talking about Evan? No. I'm not talking about Evan. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of something that I'm going to do to you. Oh, fuck yes. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, all right, let's fucking slow down. My yeah. parents are just driving me over. It'll probably be for like half an hour, an hour. I'll grab a bite to eat. <sighs> no, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt you. This is getting better. Yeah. How about, you know what? Check, strike this. Why not when my parents go to the mall, you come to my house for a half hour? <laughs> this is perfect. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You promise you're not going to laugh. Holy fuck, I'm not going to laugh. Look outside. So I look out the window. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I see what? trees. I what, what, what's the fucking problem? What, what, you're afraid of the dark? I never, I never knew that. No. Look up into the sky. Excuse me? Is she playing fucking games? And I'm, I'm, I look out the window, and as soon as I look out the window, I, I'm, I'm, I have a portable phone. Mm-hmm. It's up to my ear. I'm like, all right, hold on. So I, you know, I open up the window, and I stick my head out, and I look. Oh, I get it. I get it. She sees the constellation Cassiopeia. No? So I'm, now I'm looking up. I have the phone up, and I look into the sky. And now I already know that one of these people is a wizard and one of them is a vampire. And what do I see but a full moon? And dude, I'm sitting there and I just close my eyes. Wait, hold on. Who the fuck was a wizard? The person who put up the oh, wall Oh, that's of right, because they have a yeah. wall of protection. So dude, I, I just close my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> the full moon. <laughs> Listen, something I haven't told you. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. eyes just closed. Now I'm like mm-hmm. leaning up against the couch. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say it, so I'm just going to come out and say it. Yes, please. Okay. I'm a 3,000-year-old werewolf. Oh, hold on. Don't 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 say another word. I just wanted to soak in for a second. Um, not only was she a werewolf, she states that she is 3,000 years old. That is correct. 3,000. So she was present BC and AD. That that's how old she is. Okay. Did she orchestrate like 300 when they fought against the Xerxes? No. 3,000 fucking years old is what she's telling you that she is. Uh-huh. How did you respond to this? How old is Evan? <laughs> How old is Evan? <laughs> oh, that, that would have been awesome. Uh, dude, I, I just hung up. You hung up on her. Not a word. My eye, Here's the scene. My eyes are closed. Yes. I'm leaning up against the couch. I, I think I'm using the arm of the couch to hold the phone because I'm so weak right. from hearing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a 3,000-year-old werewolf. Uh, hold on, hold on. How, how, hold on. How long was the pause between her saying I'm a 3,000-year-old werewolf In my, to you hitting the When I tell button. the story, it's like 10 seconds of okay. just silence. Yeah, yeah. Of me just going... <sighs> <laughs> and looking at the phone and just boop. And that was it. And that was the last time I spoke to her. No. Yeah. Hold on. So you guys have been dating for how long? A couple months. She admits to you that she's a 3,000-year-old vampire. I meant werewolf. You hang up on yeah, Don't her. be fucking stupid. I know. That, that, was, a, that was a bad <laughs> mistake on my part. I'm, ter- I'm going to roll. That, that's... <laughs> And I rolled a 20. Well, what the fuck? I didn't tell you to... I made, I, I, I made a mistake. I said vampire instead of werewolf. You got a drink. It's not my fault your glass is fucking empty. There you go. Have some peanut whiskey. Peanut butter whiskey time. So you hang up on her. Yes. Never heard from her again. I mean, I saw her at school. Yeah, right. But uh, I mean, as far as that night goes, no phone the call back. The next time, the next time after that that we spoke mm-hmm. was after college, and she was working at Kohl's, and I went in to buy my girlfriend at the time something, whatever it was. Okay, Brian. And I turn and look. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I would see her at school and just... So let's review the red flags. Everyone, everyone. Hey, new guy, are you? is it true you're dating Ashley? Well, let's, re- let's go back even more. Red flag number one. Yes. Hi, new guy who has no idea who I am. Want to fuck? You know, uh, well, want to <clears throat> date? Hmm. Yes, please. Red flag number two. Right, because that's normal. A guy comes to the school and within w- weeks... Of him being in the school. Mm-hmm. Let's start dating. Of course. Red flag number two. Everyone coming up to me. Hey, new guy, are you, are you dating that Ashley girl? Oh, boy. 
red flag number three. Her D&D group believed what they were. Red flag number four. Her ex-boyfriend is challenging me to Mortal Kombat. Yes. Red flag number five. I'm a 3,000-year-old werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Independently, Mm -hmm. these red flags could mean nothing. Of course. Combined. They mean everything. Oh, yes. Yeah. You completely missed the mark with this one. You're right, because I never banged her. And I totally should have. Because how much better would this story be if it ended with, and I banged a 3,000-year-old werewolf? Yes. So you fucked up. You should have I never. I totally fucked up. Never, never hung up on That's it. That's what comes with age and wisdom. Yeah, well, Teenage me was freaked out. Yeah. Like, normal me would be, <laughs> okay. I know. Yeah, all right. Come yeah. on over. Look, you're 100% correct. Age and wisdom always prevails. Like, I, I should have killed my girlfriend's coach at the time. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. Allegedly. That's what they allegedly said. You or someone like you. Someone with somebody who looked very similar to me. Yeah, dude, you had an opportunity to beg a 3,000 year old werewolf. She could have given you like the the insight as to, you know, like what, what was going on back when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth. Yeah. Man, that was about 3,000 years ago. Sure. So, dude, she was there for Adam and Eve, theoretically. Of course. So, uh, hold on. Let me let me ask if, if how was she talking to you on the phone if there was a full moon? Shouldn't she have turned? I. She kind of she kind of didn't really cover all of her faces. <laughs> I was not. I've told this story. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite stories. I I've told this story, story dozens of times on podcasts, in real life, just meeting people. Not once has anyone ever brought up that point. Yeah. Because the last time I checked, every werewolf movie that I've ever watched, the werewolf cannot talk. And I've lived it, and it never occurred to me until just now. Yeah. She didn't really put together the logistics. No, she really didn't. Um. Well, unfortunately for uh, for Ashley, you ever try to look her up? Because I know a lot of people like to go on. Like, I don't have Facebook or anything like that. So I know a lot of people like to go on these social media sites, right? And see if they can find like these no. former girls. So you've never you never bothered to look her up because I would be curious to know if you find her, if you find her profile picture, and she is actually a werewolf. Like she hasn't aged at all. No, like she's actually very furry in her oh, in her oh, picture. Oh. Like she really bought into the idea that she is in fact a werewolf, and you know, like for example, there is a uh, there's a gentleman out there I've <clears throat> I've seen because these people are lunatics. Uh, he believes that he is a dragon. There is another person who I've seen that believes that he's an alien, and they've gone and have like tattooed work done to their face and like reconstructive surgery and remove their ears. Like, do do you think that this girl would have gone so far as to truly? latched onto the idea that she was a werewolf to make herself physically look like one. In all honesty, I think she was so obsessed with the D&D borderline LARPing that she bought her own shit. Mm. You know, you got guys that uh, <clears throat> that are not particularly good at something, but they keep talking themselves up and they buy their own shit. Right. Right. They believe they are as good as they pretend to be. Right, right. I think there's a little bit of that going on, which can only mean there's only two outcomes here one she's got a touch of some kind of mental illness no or two she's a fucking werewolf those are really the only two options 
Because if she just really was into her D&D character. How uh, old was she? I mean, we so were. So you're in 10th grade. Yeah. So figure we were. She was fifth, also in 10th grade? Uh, I believe so, yeah. All right. So, so she 15, might have. 14, 15. It, yeah, who knows? You, you, you really can't tell these days. I watched an episode, and I forget what show it was on. It was on, I don't know if it was the History Channel or an Investigation Channel or whatever it was, but it was basically a uh, a girl. Th- there was this woman who would become so, she like succumbed to this guy in a bondage relationship, and they wanted to torture somebody, and he convinced her to kidnap this girl and torture her and then kill her. And people are just sick, you know. There, there's like a there's a loose screw in the mind sometimes, and unfortunately, hopefully not. But unfortunately, it sounds like this girl. Maybe she was the one on on the show that I was watching. Maybe you would have been a victim. I could have been. You would have. You, you don't know. So there's a lot of things I don't know because I was because of my cowardice. Well, let's, also, let's just call it what it is. You, you're not a werewolf who's been around for three thousand years, so you don't have enough time on on this earth to really know everything. Right. You know, or a vampire, like the 400-pounder <laughs> that you met in Evan. <clears throat> so we learned that you you don't like you don't like vampires or werewolves or anybody who or pretends to be some sort of like fictitious character. I don't like people who ask uh, other adults to take care of food products for them. I would say we both have broken up with numerous females and have some. Pretty good stories to share. And like I said, I, I have a few more, but in the uh, with respect to time, it's getting late. We do have work. You do have to edit this, and uh, I have to water my grass. The, the grass must be... You know what? Here's the grass. To wet grass. To, to, wet, to wet grass. 